0: and shine sleepyhead the birds are chirping the coffee's brewing best of all it's time to attack and dominate this is morning juice with brandon beam bobby carpenter and anthony schlegel and here we go on a wednesday attacking and dominating
1: our way to 9 a.m every single morning right here on the fan brandon beam bobby carpenter and anthony schlegel boys it's good to talk to you here on a wednesday what's happening
2: It is good to talk to you, Beam. A little bit of hope springs eternal, so that's good. But I'm not going to lie. For some reasons unbeknownst to me, this morning I felt a lot like Donovan Mitchell probably did after the game. Like I've had a pretty easy time getting out of bed for the most part. Don't know why it was. Last night went to bed about the similar time. Drank probably about as much as I typically would have. (laughs) Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Probably even less. For you know, and um, watched a little movie, watched some hoops last night, and. I don't know why. I just it was today, you know, my alarm clock went off. I'm like, ah, I just kinda of had to peel Yuck. myself out of bed a little bit. You know, go pound the pavement. I walked outside, a couple sprinkles hit me. I was like, oh, don't tell me we're gonna have a rain day. I said, I don't have my treadmill in yet. So but it did not rain. It was all good. And you know, got back in here, started talking to you guys in the pre-show prep felt feel good about everything again. You know, there's a lot of good good vibes and good energy in the air
1: yeah it was weird because i felt the same way this morning carp i really did like i that that alarm came pretty early i slept very nice like i slept like a rock i got an rem cycle in that was fantastic had a couple of wild dreams which were very vivid but that alarm went off and i'm like "Ah, the snooze button she is a cruel mistress but i didn't do it i hopped out of bed against all my better judgments and i came downstairs started working on the prep schlegs good morning to you buddy how are you
3: Good morning to you, Beam, and Bob. It's good to be on with you guys. You know, Bob's over there starting to feel the good vibrations. Mm. You know, such a sweet sen- sensation. Um, you know, I'm just sitting here. It's, it's dark outside. I kind of felt the same way, Bob. Maybe it's because we've been having some good workouts, probably just like you, Beam. But, you uh-huh. know, I woke up, and I was like, man, that first alarm went off. You know, she hasn't hit me yet. I might just – I'm going to take another 10. You know, and I steal got 10, ten from the day. We'll yeah, get back steal, later I'm steal on. 10. And then, then as I was getting up, I started thinking about, man, was that third game of Mexican Train Dominoes at night worth it? I could have been <laughs> sleeping. You know, ten minutes, 10, ten more minutes. So, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I have hope that we can do something. Maybe the Big Ten, you know, finally saw. The schedule that I put up there, they're like, no. Oh, you know what? We could actually do this thing, you know. Maybe Gene pass it on an email, like, hey, we got a guy. You know, that kind of makes <laughs> you feel good. But at the end of the day, I'm really hopeful that we can have football in the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, and I am too. And we're gonna get into to all the the stuff that unfolded yesterday within the Big Ten conference. But first today, Carp on this day in history, do we have any famous birthdays? You know,
2: we've got a lot. September second, there's a lot of things going on. Um Famous birthdays! An actor I know you love, Beam, the Matrix guy, nineteen sixty-four, turning fifty-six years old today, Mister Keanu Reeves. Yes, love, love him. Yeah.
3: Happy birthday! I'm gonna tweet that out, man. John Wick. Exactly. He's a dude. Uh, He's a Selma dude
2: Hayek. lady that I love? Fools Rush In. One of my favorite movies. 19, born in 1966, turning 54 today, so happy birthday to her. Happy Unbelievable. Birthday. I saw this coming through, and since he just passed away a couple days ago, which I always find it crazy when people pass away like right before or after their birthday. John Thompson would have been 79 years old today wow. had he made it through the weekend. Um, Terry Bradshaw, okay, the little the skullet himself, uh, in 72. Uh, Rothman's guy, did a lot of birthdays today. Mouse Seriously? Seriously. Jimmy Connors, U.S. tennis legend, uh, turning 68. Jimmy. And this stuff is is also making me feel old. Uh, Eric Dickerson, a part of the Pony Express, had a lot of good years with the Rams and some of the Colts there, turning 60 years old, was born in 1960. And a guy who I played against, and I don't know if you would remember him Beam. I think you would, Schlegs, uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, played nine years as running back before Shady McCoy. He was Shady before there was Shady. Uh, Mr. Brian Westbrook. Now of course turning, I remember okay. Brian Westbrook. Forty, Come yeah, on, forty. 40 man. In fact, he's turning 41, I'm like, man, I used to have nightmares about him when we'd play him, getting one-on-one in the backfield, yes. you know, because he was he was so talented. And then some big stuff on, like, the world stage, um, VJ Day today, 1945, U.S. declared victory over the surrender in Japan, ending the Pacific Theater in World War II, so massive day. And then, you know, also... Beamer, you into the uh, Adult Swim, the Adult Cartoon Network?
1: Yeah, I I I frequent it from time to time. My favorite ones on there right now. I mean, Rick and Morty is the new one that's that's going on. It's been on for probably four or five seasons now. It's one of the most unbelievable cartoons you've ever seen in your entire life. But before that, I mean, you had you'd always have like King of the Hill was on there, which I loved as a as a middle schooler. That would be on at nine o'clock, and then you would get a little more raunchy as they put Family Guy on there at ten, and you. You'd have back-to-back hours of great stuff, so it would be a great little lead-in. But yes, Adult Swim is fantastic.
2: So this day in 2001, so 19 years young, Adult Swim. And I guess my introduction was <coughs> to it was when I was playing, because King of the Hill used to be on network television. It was yeah. on Fox, and yep. then they must have transitioned it over. But there was a show called Boondocks. Oh, sure. Sam, Jackson, sure. Sam Jackson did some of the <laughs> voice a lot of famous... Uh, African American actors were involved in it and all the guys that I played with in the NFL would pull that up and it was hilarious. It was very funny. I'm like, how could they have this on TV? Like, just cause they're cartoons, There's it doesn't No make regulations. It a- <laughs> exactly.
1: Between what? 10 and 5, I think. All the regulations go off the window. So you that, can basically get real? away with whatever you want. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure. That's remarkable because it's, uh, yeah, I was like, it's, it's this not is not made
1: for TV. No, You're right. I'm like,
2: like kids, like kids would watch this thing. Like, it's a cartoon, so I should watch it. I'm like, there's nothing kid about this thing. It's a full adult. It's like watching a Pulp Fiction and cartoon. Like, you can't watch this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, but it was really good. So, Adult Swim today, September second, two thousand one. So next year, twenty years, which. Wow. It's crazy to think that, that this is where we are. That some of these things have been around that long.
1: Yeah, it really is. So happy birthday to Adult Swim and all of those other great people that you mentioned. Quickly off the top, before we get into the big Big Ten stuff, I want to die. The Reds got blasted again by the Cardinals, sixteen to two. That was no. That was that was no <laughs> good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, it. Was no fun. I was watching that. and I'm like, okay, well, Sonny Gray pitched two thirds of an inning. He's your ace starter, and he got through less than one inning of work. So that was fantastic to see. I think he gave up six hits and five earned. Runs in two thirds of an inning. That's when I turned it off. Didn't even get to anything. So the Cards just rip roaring right through the Reds once again. Indians blast the Royals. Zach Plesac he makes his first start since he was designated to the alternate site. They beat the Royals ten to one. Nuggets stun the Jazz. They come back from three one down and they move on to the next round of the NBA playoffs. That was a fantastic matchup. You had Donovan Mitchell on one side and Jamal Murray on the other side. Both of them start out eighty to seventy eight. The Nuggets beat beat them. And the Celtics up 2-0 on the reigning NBA champ Toronto Raptors. But the big news from yesterday was happening right here in our backyard. And so... You know, you guys know I go on my walk right after the show, and I was I was doing a bunch of things yesterday. I Had to go get my glasses fixed because a piece of them fell off, so I couldn't really see. I had to Basic. wear my sung I had to wear my sunglasses inside, so I had to go go get that fixed. I had to pick up some other stuff. I got my hair cut, so like I was productive see, yesterday. Babe,
2: you didn't have to do any of that. My dad's glasses are broken. He's been wearing his transition like his sunglasses inside for years. <laughs> like, we make fun of him for it, but it doesn't matter. Like. Wear whatever we're going to make you wear. What you wear because he's too lazy to go get some new ones. So I'm taking when you said they broke. A lens fell out, or what? The little arm fell off. Yeah, the arm fell off. Correct pets so heads that, were falling off.
1: Yeah, so that was no good. The arm fell off, the pet's heads fell off, the kid's heads fell off as well. So I, I took a step away from social media for a little bit. And as you guys know, doing this job, obviously, like you're attached to social media and we're running through and we're always refreshing and constantly looking for stories and angles and what we're going to talk about on the next show and that's always, you know, kind of what I'm doing. So I stepped away for like I don't know 20, 25 minutes, half hour doing all this all this different stuff. And then I see Austin Ward who we're going to have on today at 7:30 Three from Letterman Rowe, and he posts this article: White House set up Big Ten call to offer assistance for fall season. And he writes here in Letterman Rowe: The fall for bring the, the fight for bringing back Big Ten football has reached the White House. And like I, am I'm immediately reading this Schlegs, and I'm like, we have we've left the realm of realness, and we have gone to Looney Land. Is what was what is happening? And Austin writes here: Sources with direct knowledge of the situation confirmed to Letterman Rowe that the government officials reached out to Commissioner Warren on Monday night to set up a call designed to see if there was anything that President Donald Trump could do to help the league resume the postponed fall season. The primary objective for the Tuesday conference call, according to the sources, was to discuss the availability of testing, which is to is believe to be one of the biggest incoming hurdles, looming hurdles, excuse me, for the Big Ten when it comes to planning and any sort of reaction. So apparently the White House has 150 million tests that they are willing to give the Big Ten. They purchased them from Abbott. They're going to give the test to the Big Ten. At least this is what is being discussed. And Schlegs, yesterday, man, I'm reading through the stuff and I'm like, boy, that's that's a pretty wild situation there, pal.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to... I mean we've been doing this show what This is now our fifteenth show, and it, it goes back to everything that we were talking about from the beginning and this is all about the president's uh, uncertainty into the the standpoint of protocols and you know the school's ability to follow contact tracing testing and prevention guidelines. And that that's what we've been asking like what were those that you felt were lacking across the Big 10? Why wasn't there flexibility and adaptability in the standard operating right. procedure for contact tracing and testing and prevention guidelines given given to all the universities to follow back when the guys went back to camp, right? Whenever that was. I can't even remember what I don't even know what month we are. What month? September 2nd. Okay, cool. Right? So, but now there is no excuse. So, if it's like if it is, hey, Rutgers can't Afford the testing Rutgers. or maryland can 't afford the testing they don't and they don 't the best play. in the yeah, or want to play, and the best way for us to get back on the field is to have rapid testing and a standard protocol. well, guess what you now have it it 's there for you, you know like if it 's free if it 's me, all athletes love free <laughs> gear one hundred percent
1: everybody loves free stuff well, Come
3: especially on. athletes because we 've been giving given stuff. Our entire career. Hey, even when you were in high school and you got the grays, right? You got the gray shorts, the sure. gray top. It was free. Yeah, I took it home. Like, I wore it. Like, that was my that was my wardrobe was free stuff from the school. And then when you get to college, you have so much free stuff. Next thing you know, your dad's wearing it you know to high school football games in texas because that's his entire wardrobe now is all my stuff that i gave him for free right it's just it's part of it and now the big 10 all the excuses that you have as far as the testing and the protocols to be spread throughout the entire big 10 has been taken away so now there is no excuse right so it's now, how do we give this, present this information to our presidents? And the other thing is we now have 35 committees, which is fantastic in the more big committees. We, have, we just have more committees, more Zoom meetings. And again, just get a whiteboard, some mac and cheese bites, <laughs> and attack and dominate.
2: And we will have this figured out, Bob. Well, so as I'm trying to change it, you might need to go to caffeinate and dominate. I like that better. <laughs> Back the monsters, get going, just full brain rush. I do like
3: that. Exactly.
2: Caffeinate and dominate. Nicotine Caffeinate and dominate. And dominate. Hashtag. See, hashtag get started with the morning juice. But you know I, I as soon as I saw this come in, started digging in, trying to find out exactly what I could. And you know what it basically came down to, I mean, the federal government now has a, a massive supply of these saliva tests. And you know, the president got on the phone call with Kevin Warren, which did happen. I mean, it had multiple people corroborate that. And basically, offer whatever you need to get this thing done. Go back to your presidents. There will not be any hindrance from testing availability or any type of supplies that you need to make this safe. And so, obviously, then it becomes I don't even want to say a political issue because to me, you know, there are these universities. Are they're, they're political in nature given the fact that they're government run entities? I don't want to, it, it shouldn't ever be a partisan issue. Sure. Where Republican, Democrat, nobody cares, red, blue. Like, dude, people in the Midwest, people in Ohio just want football. However, that's going to come and it, that shouldn't be withheld unreasonably. And I think that that's where it's getting to right now. But the conversation did happen. I know the president offered up whatever he could to get this done. And so now there's really no reason. Outside of just stubborn pride, for the president's not to push this through, if that was their main concern,
1: it's so wild that we have gotten to a place. I mean, when, when was when was the announcement? August sixth was I don't that even the was, no that was the schedule. That was the schedule? Okay, was so the the schedule. schedule. Oh, you're right. This so the August schedule eleventh. Five okay.
3: days later, beam five days, which goes back. If the presidents were all on board, then you release the schedule, right? That, that's common sense. If everybody was on board, what made them all on board on August 5th to release the schedule? August 6th. And then what changed from August 6th to August 11th to where they were like, no, we can't. And now it's like, hey, guess what? If it was testing, take that off the board because it's readily available to you, Beam.
1: Yeah, it's so wild to, to see everything that has happened. I mean, from the parents, you know, getting together from Randy Wade organizing something. Randy. Issues, from, from him organizing, you know, a rally in Chicago to march in the Big Ten offices and then come back here to Columbus and have something at the Horseshoe this past weekend to the Nebraska player Players' parents filing a lawsuit to the Big Ten players, to Nebraska's players filing a lawsuit against the Big Ten, to the Big Ten now releasing the vote. And now we're here where literally the head honcho in the country is trying to step in and give you testing like it's just i don't know man the the entire day yesterday felt like you were just dropped in some plot of a movie like it was just it was one of the most surreal things in the entire world i mean you take away football in the midwest we know that there's going to be backlash and you know it seems to seems that the federal government is trying to step in and do something for the big 10 conference to get football to be played man so just a a really really crazy day yesterday we're going to get into it you know more in the show like i said coming up at 7 o'clock. We'll talk about that. Christina Johnson, the new president at Ohio State, she did an interview yesterday. She thinks fall football can happen. We'll give you her comments coming up at 7. Austin Ward of Letterman Row will join us at 7.33. And then Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider, he's going to join us at 8.33 to talk about all that is going on in the NFL. But coming up next, we're going to wrap things up with the NFC East as we head down to Dallas and take a peek at the Cowboys. That's next. It's Morning Juice right here on The Fan.
0: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Kraft's P3 Portable Protein Packs. You will find an accident investigation has closed Chatterton Road east and westbound between Novik being owed, so you'll want to avoid that area. Also out on US 33 westbound, after State Route 245, an accident has been reported. Try Craps P3 Portable Protein Packs, a snack with up to 13 grams of protein from three delicious ingredients, meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one. P3 is packaged in convenient on-the-go containers, so if you have a hectic commute or need a boost of energy, P3 is there to help you take on the day. I'm Point One, The Fan
0: dudes bigger opinions this is morning juice with brandon beam bobby carpenter and anthony schlegel morning juice
1: here on the fan Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single day right here on The Fan. If you want to follow along the fun on Twitter, you can do so at MorningJuice971. Weather today in Columbus. It's going to be a little bit stormy this morning. My weather app, which is the free weather app, is showing 95% chance of storms at 7 o'clock, then 50% at 8, 25% At nine and 35%, then it goes down significantly for the rest of the day. So some morning showers to be wary about here in good old Columbus Town. We are going on a Wednesday and hit the music shark because we are continuing our NFL preview. We are eight days away now. From the NFL opener between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I cannot believe that we are going to get to an NFL season. And it is coming up rather quickly, which is pretty amazing. So we continue up our NFC East preview. Yesterday we did the Giants, we did the Washington football team, and the Philadelphia Eagles. And this one... We're looking at the Dallas Cowboys that this morning. That's right. How about them Cowboys? You got one of the best rosters in the entire league. I mean, come on now. You look at them, you look at what they are at the wide receiver position now. Ever since they got Amari Cooper down there, it has been unbelievable. And so Dak Prescott now has a weapon to throw to. He's got a mainstay. I really like the wide receiver depth at this position for this team. Their offensive line, good. Maybe not as anticipated as the best offensive line we've ever seen in the NFL like they were a few years ago, but they're still really good. And oh, yeah, the workhorse back there in the backfield, Buckeye, Zeke Elliott, just carrying the torch. Yeah. The guy is on a path for a gold jacket if he keeps up at this level so Anthony Schlegel you're from Dallas you're from Texas the over under on the 2020 Dallas Cowboys is at nine and a half the over is the underdog that's right the over is the underdog at plus 130 they are at minus 170 which is a heavy favorite to get above nine and a half wins to get to that double digit win plateau Schlegs ceiling for the Cowboys floor for them and what do you think they actually
3: are I mean, growing up in Dallas and, ha- and watching footballs with, football with my dad on Sundays, I vividly remember him over there sipping on a white Russian, throwing stuff at the, <laughs> <laughs> stuff at the TV when they would mess up. And uh, I'm excited about this team. So, yeah, Mike McCarthy, first year coming in. They kept Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. They brought in Mike Nolan, who's a really aggressive defensive coordinator and something that they need to really improve upon. I mean, they only had – They were thirtieth in the league last year in interceptions. They need take. They need takeaways. But when you look at them offensively, it's all about Dak. It's all about Zeke. It's all about this offensive line. I mean, they got CD Lamb that they just drafted. You got Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. You got a really talented wide receiving core. Defensively, I've always I've loved their linebackers, man. I love the way that they play. I agree. And 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 up front. And then, you know, you kind of watching what they're doing during camp. And you got Alden Smith in, in the mix, right, down there. But defensively, to me, the question mark and really always has been for Dallas has been secondary gaps, right? Whether it's a corner, whether it's a safety. They've had staples there for a long time, but it's really Can this secondary improve under Mike Nolan and really get takeaways to allow the offense to have opportunities to score? For me, uh, ceiling is 12, floor is 8. I'm going to take the over Mm. because they're so talented, and I can't wait for them to feed Zeke and him just absolutely go off this year. Bob?
2: Gosh, everything you're saying, Schlegs, makes, makes sense. I mean, it seems to be true. The question is, a lot of those things were true last year. Mm-hmm. They started off 3-0, and and then they go on a slide, and then they get back into it, and they have some injuries, get nicked up, and then they're playing an Eagles team that is battered and bruised in Week, week 16, and they're 7-7. and If they win that game, they lock up the NFC East, and they lose it. Mm. And they lose it. And Jerry and Jones
1: throws a bottle of Cavassier right through a mirror.
2: <laughs> basically. Like, it, 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 it was a bad feeling for them. I can understand that. Like, I love what they did in the draft. I love that they went with value. They made their offense unbelievable with adding CeeDee Lamb. Now they have Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. They need to get their quarterback situation, obviously, under control long term. But when we're just talking about this year, you look at them, they have everything. Solid offensive line, although, you know, the departure um, there of some guys is, is weakened it somewhat, especially when you're losing a Pro Bowl center. But they still have Zeke defensively, like, Losing Gerald McCoy hurt a lot because he was going to be that stalwart inside for him to be able to help stop the, stop the run. But Dallas last year was just looking through their stats. Third down, yards per play, red zone efficiency, like points per game. Like They're a top 10, top 11 defense in all those categories. It doesn't make sense how Dallas, with all their offensive talent and all these things, didn't win more games. I don't like the head coaching hire. I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan. I may know a couple guys who may not be Mike McCarthy fans as well. I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan, but
1: that's for different reasons.
2: Well, listen, him beating the Bears is more a function of Aaron Rodgers being than Mike McCarthy back there. I know one thing that he says he watched 256 games last year, and then he recanted on that, but I know he had the time because I watched him the last season in Green Bay, and I watched him now, and I know he wasn't hitting the gym at all. We can say that for a certainty. Mike McCarthy was not on the elliptical. He was not getting a workout, even if they tried to show that being the case. This Dallas team, I'm like Schlegs. I could see them winning 12 games. I can see them winning seven games. Like they have a massive spread. When things go bad in Dallas, they go real bad. If I take the over, I mean, I'm gonna. It's like it's like taking a shot of vodka right now mixed with like apple cider vinegar. It's gonna be nasty and it's gonna hurt. I I think it should happen, but do I think it will happen? Against all my better judgment, I'm gonna take the over. And I think that they'll get to ten or eleven, but oh my gosh, it's it's like playing roulette. Oh, yeah. I got a
3: fun fact for you. Go I got ahead. a fun fact. So the Cowboys saw their win totals increase by five, four, and two games in the first season of a new head coach. And so if they were eight and eight last year, that means they have to be at least ten oh, and yeah. six. That means they got at least and thirteen that and three on the over. table, right? That means they go over. Let's go. <laughs>
2: That's the worst, most flawed logic I've ever heard. Since. I know,
3: but hey, it's, it's real. It's in the stats. Let's do this thing. It's I, in the
1: stats. It's stats don't lie, Bob. Don't you know that number? Numbers don't lie. So I, I am well. It's. It's so tough because you look at this roster, and it's it's undoubtedly loaded. It's a loaded roster, as you're going to find in the NFL. Everson Griffin, great. Jalen Smith, great. The Wolf Hunter, Leighton Vander Esch, one of my favorite players yes. in the entire NFL. You bring in HaHa ha Clinton Dix, you lose Robert Robert Quinn, it's okay. I think they're loaded. I'm as well going to take the over. I just... This team is too good not to win double-digit games, and I know it's incredibly tough to win 10 in the NFL cart, but I've got to take it. I've got to take the over on it.
2: I know you do, and because the other teams in our division aren't very good outside of Philly, and they've got issues too. I'm struggling as I go through all their sortable stats. I told you defense was top five, usually between 5 and 11 in almost every major metric that I look at. Offense is almost top five. I'm trying to rationalize how they were 7 and 9 last year. Or eight and eight, or whatever the heck they were. I mean, the last game against Washington shouldn't even have counted. It didn't matter. But like, that's that's where we are. Like, I don't understand how that was the case. And So it just that's what that's what's troubling to me.
1: Yeah, they're a perplexing team, no doubt. But all three of us are going to be taking that shot of vodka with apple cider vinegar, mm. vinegar, because we have the over on the nine and a half. All three of us Looney Bin guys hey, are man. taking the over. Yeah
2: you got a star on your helmet. Go play like one.
1: Exactly. And if you don't play like one, we're going to rip that star right off. All right, Bengals owner Mike Brown, he did something that Bengals fans aren't used to seeing him do. We'll give you details on that next. It's morning juice right here on The Fan.
4: From the Atlas Butler
0: Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. We do have slow traffic on the east side. An I-70 westbound between Miller-Kelton and the I-71 east splits. Use caution there. Also, Chatterton Road, both directions between Nobixby and Renfro Road. That's closed due to a police investigation. Please avoid the area. Staples has everything to start the school year right at amazing prices. This week, a two-pack of Elmer's glue sticks, a 24-pack of Crayola crayons, and comp books are just 50 cents each. Offer ends 9.5 while supplies last. Limit 30. Limits vary online. Staples. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1. The Fan Traction.
0: Wake up and smell the smelling salts. This is Morning Juice with Beamer Carpenter Inch Legs.
1: Morning Juice. Here on The Fan, Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning right here on The Fan. And we here at Morning Juice are sponsored by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Mm -mm -mm. It is absolutely delicious. So Bengals fans have pretty much come to the conclusion that they're Team owner is one of the cheapest, if not the cheapest in all of professional sports. Cheap we know team. this. It's, it's not surprising. You know, you look at the Cincinnati Bengals and you can, I mean, you can say it, Bengals fans. It's all right. I think you know that. Like Mike Brown is not one of the best owners at all in professional sports, but he did something yesterday that I think is going to make you happy. So this was a week after Joe Mixon. He's been out, he's missing some practices, he's had migraines going on, right? but we know that Joe Mixon has been pretty good. He's been pretty good for the Cincinnati Bengals. And just yesterday, Mike Brown and the Cincinnati Bengals came to a deal for Joe Mixon, which is a four-year contract extension to the tune of $48 million. It equates to $12 million every single year for Joe Mixon. Now, this came to surprise for me, Bob, because you don't really see the Bengals get that aggressive when it comes to re-signing players, especially what we know now with the running back market, because... Well, let's be honest, usually it's use them and abuse them. You get them out in four years and say, listen, you're damaged property. We're not going to pay you that much. But Mike Brown and the Cincinnati Bengals and their organization and their management team thought enough of Joe Mixon that they're going to sign him up for another four years. So I think that that's going to make Bengals fans pretty happy.
2: It should. I mean, you're talking about a guy that was the ninth leading rusher uh, last season, um, you know, rolling up over 1,100 yards. And, and do remember, they did give Gio Bernard an extension. Now, it wasn't near this extension, I think it was like you know three or four years you know around four or five million a year, and so it'll wait wait and see how the the structure shakes out on this you know it's up to forty eight million dollars you know close to twelve a year, but we'll have to see kind of what the actual dollar amount comes out and listen, paying a running back as as young as Joe mixon because he's not an old dude when you're talking about you know potentially paying him you know that much money over this amount of time, you always ask yourself you know how old is the guy. What's my risk factor with all this stuff? And you know, he's not that old of a dude. He's twenty four years old. Um, he just turned twenty four. So you're thinking you're getting and this is. I feel like I'm going full Rothman now. I mean, I'm sorry about this because <laughs> Rothman's like, well, I mean, this thing is always. Can I just commit to? Can I? Can I commit to him just enough to get through their prime and not have to ever pay for the downside? I'm like, sure. you're the most devious person in the world. No no player would like you as a GM, Rothman. I hate to tell you that. But you're going to pay him for 25, 26, 27, 28. You know, essentially, you don't have to worry about that cliff. And I think there might be a fifth year in there. But 29, you're not paying him through yeah. 30 years old. Yeah, you're paying and him for the prime of his career. You're paying you're him for the prime of his career. And so in doing that, like I don't think this is a bad deal. It's not like he's a 27-year-old guy you're giving a five-year extension to. So Joe Mixon's been very productive, Schlegs, and I think it's it's a good move for them
3: given what he's been able to do. Yeah, absolutely, and they are super cheap. I mean, they're probably the only team in the league that doesn't have an indoor. I mean, there's better high schools in Texas that have... A Maslin significant- here in Ohio has an indoor. And
2: it's beautiful. I've I like to put there. the Massillon in there, too, like with an I in the middle.
3: <laughs> their, stadium's, their stadium's fantastic, probably on par with Paul Brown Stadium down there in Cincinnati. Uh, their, their accommodations for weight training have gotten a little bit better. They actually have like a little food court now. They didn't have that when I was playing down there, but you know what? For me, you have a you have a quarterback that you really like, yeah. And Joe Burrow's like let's have, let's give him a running back that we can use in that offense. And oh, by the way, we already got that guy. So he's already there. He's already in the mix. He understands what's going on, and he's super young. It just makes all the sense in the world that you would do this. And so now you have all these pieces of the puzzle starting to come together. Yes, it's going to be a tough year for them, but the pieces are starting to come together to have some type of success. Now it's the other pieces that need to be made. And will he go out and do that? Like that's the real question.
1: Yeah, it is, and they're loving Joe Burrow right now. Zach Taylor could not be more happy to have Joe Burrow on his team, so it's going to be the Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow show in Cincinnati for a little bit. Zach the, Joe the, the Joe exactly. show? Joe.
4: Yes, the Joe show. Exactly. The Morning Joe. Yes, the Joe
1: show. With Joe and Joe. So Ben Baby of ESPN, who... Uh, comes on Bishop and Laurinaitis quite frequently. He, say, he was talking to Zach Taylor, and, and Zach said this. He said, he's just been impressive. He's what we expected when we took him number one overall. He hasn't disappointed one day since he's been out there. And so the Bengals had an intra-squad scrimmage the other day. It said, a stat line didn't jump out at you in the scrimmage. He was 19 of 13, or excuse me, 19 of 33 for 200 yards and a touchdown. There was also a disputed interception, which happened when his receiver ran down the end zone, which might have reasonably drawn a flag and a more struck environment said Taylor was effusive in praise talking about his command and offensive skills and the huddle the way that he moved the team Burrow himself was critical of his last performance saying it wasn't as good as their first inter squad scrimmage he felt more comfortable this time than he did last week and then Taylor said probably the thing that gets him the most is when he thinks the air is his own and he doesn't want to replicate the same mistake twice but he's a competitive guy and we expect him to lead this offense to a lot of points and I know we talked talked about it a little bit yesterday that it's going to be tough on first year quarterbacks getting acclimated to the speed of the game in the NFL. It's one thing as you guys know to be, you know, scrimmaging each other and banging your heads against each other's heads for, you know, 2-3 weeks in a row against camp, but when you line up and you go live bullets against another team carp, it's going to be a totally different scenario, but everything is pointing that Joe Burrow, at least in his short tenure down in Cincinnati, is nothing short of a home run so far.
2: No, it's been great, and and one of the reasons why I worry less about Joe Burrow than I would other guys is that Joe is hasn't been given anything. Like he got to Ohio State, you know, barely got here, grinded his face off, couldn't couldn't win the starting job due to the fact he broke his hand the year before. You know, he transfers to LSU, has to convince a whole different subset of like culture in the United States sure. to follow this guy who's not from there. He's not one of them. You know, he's he's a scab coming in to transfer and to take this job. And he gets those guys on his back and leads them to a national title. Like, this was not how it was supposed to work for Joe. And so he's a grinder. He works at it. He has an incredibly high IQ for the game. His dad was a defensive coordinator for years at Ohio University and you know, also was at Nebraska with Solich. Like, all that's well documented. And there's, he's just a, there's a cerebral part to his game that is already there. And if you combine that with the effort, he played in NFL offense at LSU. Like, there's so many reasons why I think he's going to have success I'm not saying they're going to go 10 and 6, but nobody's going to sit there and say Joe Burrow was unprepared to play his rookie year.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bob. I mean, one thing that they talked about at Ohio State all the time is don't blame, complain, or defend. And that's what he does. Like, he takes ownership of his mistakes. He also knows how to lead, and this is where kind of the coming out early, right? The guys that we've seen that have one year Mm -hmm. success and leave versus a guy that plays. Four years, and Bob made a great point. He could have easily went down to Cincinnati, played in the AAC, been with somebody that he's comfortable with in Luke Fickle, and instead went the more difficult route with three other quarterbacks on the roster to go say, you know what, I'm going to go win the job and play in the SEC. And that's exactly what he did. And so then when you, after four years of college, and then you go and you go to an NFL team, You have that moxie about you because you've done it. You've gone into a situation where you knew no one and led them, right? So he already has that type of experience, though you're going now in a different capacity talking to older grown men that have been there and done that and been pros for a very, very long time. But he has the confidence in himself, and that confidence is contagious Mm. because he's not passing the buck. He accepts all the responsibility, and he is a worker. He's worked his way to be exactly who he is, and he will continue to do so, and that's why they like him so much. All right, organization and teammates.
1: We're going to go to the national landscape and throw some quick hitters next. It's morning juice right here on The Fan.
0: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Things are slow on I-70 westbound between Miller-Kelton Avenue and the I-71 east split. Use some caution. Also, you'll find Chatterton Road east and westbound between No-Bixby Road and Renfro Road. That's closed due to a police investigation. Staples has everything... Amazing prices this week! A two-pack of Elmer's glue sticks and a twenty-four pack of Crayola crayons and comp books are just fifty cents each. Offer ends nine five. Wall supplies last. Limit thirty. Limits vary. Online. Staples. I'm Heather Pasco for ninety-seven point one The Fan. Traps.
0: Protein shakes and energy drinks—the breakfast of champions. This is morning juice with Beamer, Carpenter, and Schlags.
1: Morning juice. Here on The Fan, you can follow along the fun on Twitter at MorningJuice971. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel, getting it done here on a Hump Day. At this time every single day, we're going to throw some quick hitters. Do a shark. Morning
0: Juice presents Quick Hitters.
3: Sponsored by Columbus Wild Dogs. JermaineCars.com is bringing indoor football back to nationwide arena. And the work has already begun. For help with the community initiative, visit ColumbusWildDogs.com.
1: So, boys, even though Joe Mixon got an extension yesterday, the guy who was picked in the same class as him, Alvin Kamara, down with the New Orleans Saints, he was holding out of practice because he wanted a new contract, Schlegs. And today he's going to be expected to be back in practice. The Saints are expected to get a deal done with him. I love Alvin Kamara. I think he's fantastic.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Pay the man. I mean, he's dynamic. He's, I mean, as Bob was talking about Westbrook, like. I can only imagine trying to cover cover an angle route on this cat, right? I mean, that would be a nightmare, especially for me being super slow and short arms. So, one, they need him. Two, he's worth it. Pay him,
2: Bob. Yeah, he's really good. Here's the problem: is the running back position is the market's gotten inflated? It's almost like two tiers, and you see McCaffrey. You know, he got over sixteen million per year in Carolina, and that's (laughs) Kamara. And they talk internally like, "Hey, you're better than this guy." So you know what? When the player gets up and he wants his deal, hey, you said I was better than him. Well, you get at least pay me as much as him I'm not going to take that much less but the problem is you know McCaffrey is their entire team they lean on him a lot they don't give Kamara near that workload and I understand why Alvin Kamara is upset because last year they're probably looking and saying hey you weren't as productive and then it comes out he played through a knee injury all year and he's like hey this is why guys get upset you tell me you want to be tough be a team guy and then you hold that against me for numbers in the negotiating table talk and this is so kind of how it all works. They're gonna get it done. He's probably not getting sixteen a year. He's better than Joe Mixon. If you can get him between, you know, thirteen and fifteen a year and do guarantee more or whatever it is, however the structure looks, I think they'll be able to work with that. But they floated trading. I mean, this guy contentious. I guess him and Sean Payton got in a fight being during practice.
1: That's uh I mean Tell you what, man, you don't mess with people's contracts. And if he wants his money, he's due every right of it because he's been nothing short of spectacular in his first few se- seasons, excuse me, down in New Orleans. All right, Carp, ex Jaguar Leonard Fournette. He cleared waivers yesterday. He's going to sign for a team I would have to imagine. He's too good not to. The Chicago Bears listed as the favorites at plus 250. Pat's right behind him at plus 275. And the Buccaneers, how about that, at plus 400. Where do you think Leonard Fournette ends up going?
2: Uh, Gosh, I mean, the Bears are a team that could use him, I think. But do they want to pound the football like that? I I don't necessarily see Well, they can't
1: throw it. Well, that is true. (laughs)
2: So true. That doesn't mean they're not going to try, Beam. (laughs) They'll they'll give it the old college (laughs) try for you. Uh, New England, like that, there could be some logic in there. They love a good value, and they may want to try to pound the football more with Tom being gone. I don't think he goes to Tampa. They already got LaShawn McCoy. Washington, I think, is a favorite. I would say the two for me, good value, New England and Washington, maybe with an outside chance of the Texans. Like Those are the teams that I look at and say, hey, this is a place where he could go, and I think he would be also willing to go
3: there. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Bob. Matter of fact, those are the two teams I had with. Washington being the first because you had your starting running back. He's out because of domestic violence. All you got left is Adrian Peterson and a guy you just drafted this year, 66. And that's uh, Gibson from Memphis. So what else is there? Plus, he could be with Dwayne Haskins. You don't have to pay him a ton this year. It could be like, you know, go prove your worth. And then they could sign him to a, you know, a long-term deal next season. And he's still young. He's only 25. He's one year older than Joe Mixon. The other one would be New England, Bob. And and Sonny Michelle. sometimes gets hurt. Right? Do you have a second-best option? Boom, he could be that guy for you. So those would be the two teams I'd see being.
1: All right, Schlegs, we know that Coors Field is right up your alley in Denver. I mean, it's a hitter's park. Last Silver night, bullet though, Silver last... Bullet Field. Silver Bullet Field. Last night. The Giants scored 23 runs out there against the Rockies. Their team ended up batting 571 last night was their average. It's the best offensive performance by the Giants since 1961. It's almost been 60 years since we've seen anything like that out of them. I mean, you're a Little League coach. That's pretty spectacular, is it not?
3: Yeah, just swing hard. That's what you tell them. Every time you go up just there, swing, swing the hard. bat as hard as you possibly can, right? I mean, that's what you're supposed to do.
1: Let's get that exit and, velo up. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exit velocity. We don't really talk about that. We just talk about getting your stance loaded, you know? And the thing is, if they're going to throw those pitches, man, you got to make them count. I mean, there's one guy in there that had three home runs. That definitely is going to help in that type. I think three home runs and seven RBIs, something like that, something crazy. But at the end of the day, you know, silver bullet field, unbelievable things can happen. I like the Giants. I like the way they, they hit. I like Yastrzemski a lot, right? I'm, like, telling my kid, like, check out these guys. Look at the swing. And that's what you talk about when you're talking baseball to little kids. You're just looking at the fundamentals of the game and dudes having fun. And that's what they did last time, man. It was like BP out there. Bob?
2: Yeah, exact Fundamentals of the game. Just racking up runs. Like. It's like... No one looks at that game and said, "Hey, they're just going to be able to score 23 runs and hit over 500." But hey, that's what we got going right now. It's a crazy short year; that the ball flies out there. So good for them. Um, baseball is a, is a game of numbers. This year, the numbers are going to be real weird. But anytime mm-hmm. you say something hasn't happened in over. 60 years or close to 60 years, like that's an accomplishment.
1: Yeah, it really is. All right, we're going to get you caught up with what's going on across the sports world as we hit you with the re-rack. Also, a luxury car, too quiet for its own good. Details on that next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan.
0: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. In the Fan. Attack and dominate your alarm clock. This is Morning Juice with Beamer, Carpenter, and Schlags. Juice here on the
1: fan. Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel. Second hour of the program here on a Wednesday. Coming up this hour at 7.33, we are going to talk to our good buddy from Letterman Row, Austin Ward, to yeah, talk about all the stuff that transpired yesterday uh, across the Big Ten, and especially here in Columbus, with the president jumping in and trying to supply the Big Ten with 150 million COVID-19 <laughs> tests. Like, I, yeah, it's well, just, it's I crazy so to even like have. speak These out guys, loud.
2: I don't know if it was he's going to provide a whole 150 million. I think it's however many you need. I don't oh, okay. think the I don't think the Big Ten would need the full capacity <laughs> well, of 150 I million. I mean, for heaven's sakes, if you think about the number of athletes and how many times they'd even be tested, like, that would be just an enormous. We're going to test you
1: 1,200 times a day, each. exactly. <laughs>
2: Every hour on the hour, just to make sure you're COVID safe. But I think he did say provide you whatever whatever you need, whatever tools and resources, including the saliva tests. Let us know where it is, how many, how many you need, and we'll move forward and be able to provide those to you to get this to go. And so, pushing the ball squarely in the president's court. I mean, Kevin Warren. I, I know the conversation was very positive. I think he was happy there was alleviating some of the worries because here's what it did: by nobody wants to be wrong, and you know who wants to be wrong less than anybody, Beam. People that think they're really smart mm-hmm. because any time that they're wrong, then they might have to admit that they don't know everything in the history of the world and mm. they don't like to admit that, especially people that have a lot of letters after their name in a very prestigious position. And so what this did is this gives them and Kevin Warren, Kevin Warren an opportunity to go back to them and say, you know what? One of our main concerns was the availability and cost of rapid testing Sure. That has now been alleviated. So we can say there's been a change in the paradigm. There's been a paradox shift that wasn't, that wasn't the case back when we made this decision that has now occurred. And so we can save face and say, well, we didn't have this lever available at the time and now we do. So we can go out there and be like, well, this is why we're changing. It's not that we were wrong. You know, we did the right thing at the time, but now we have new information. Why they couldn't have just delayed it, whatever, who knows? That's for a later discussion, but this gives them that life preserver to not have to admit defeat and still be able to try to salvage some sort of victory. The and biggest part that about, I go
3: ahead, Schlegs. Let's just think about like the real numbers of that. Like if if you just take a hundred guys on the team, right, and you're going to test them three days a week, and that one that that third time could be potentially on game day or the Friday before. You test them three times a week. You take that over the Big Ten. There's 14. You times it by 12 weeks, right? That they're, that they're playing potentially, right? You're looking at 50,000. So let's just bump that number up to 70,000, right? And you take that. So 70,000 tests out of 150 million. So it's not like we're going absolutely crazy and we're taking the government stockpile and only using it for Big Ten football. All right. Just pump the brakes, everybody. See, let's just take 70,000 and you times that by five bucks. Boom! That's three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Poof. That seems re- that seems reasonable. <laughs> the Big Ten can afford it, especially when you the contract for the TVs is over fifty million dollars a year. Uh, I think we can spend three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make sure our kids can have testing. If again, that is what the presidents needed to vote yes. There it is. There's a solution.
1: It's a wild situation, and we're gonna get more into it in a little bit. But here, it's time to hit a rerack Hit it, shark. <laughs> Keeping you informed about
0: what's trending this morning, it's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice.
4: Sponsored by Billiards Plus, the largest selection of pool tables in central Ohio.
1: So I saw this earlier today, and I've never ridden in one of these cars, but it's always been a lifelong dream of mine. Not even to own one, just to ride it in one. <laughs> so man, rolls ro- did, so yeah. you
2: just set your aspirations higher in
1: life, man.
2: You're a host, Beam, now on what might be the nation's most popular morning show. I think (laughs) that you might be able to get yourself one of these one day and probably... A, the requisite driver that'll pick you up and squire you around.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. So, Peter Lafleur and Dodgeball taught me a great life lesson. You know, if you don't have any aspirations in life, then it's hard to fail yourself. So, I just set my aspirations so <laughs> low, and that way, I don't consider myself a failure. So, listen to this: Rolls Royce they unveiled an all new the the new Ghost on Tuesday. Said so it looks strikingly different from any other Rolls Royce that has ever come before. The Ghost is the ultra luxury automaker's slightly smaller and somewhat less expensive sedan, and the the new version is far more understated than its predecessor. In preparing to develop the new Ghost, Rolls Royce learned that customers who would typically buy this model no longer wanted an eye-catching emblem—the uh, emblem of affluence, right? The Ghost, right on the front, the one that pops out uh, out of the hood that tells you, "Tells you, oh boy, that's a that's a roll. So, Rolls Royce CEO Torsten muller utvis he said mm. in a letter to customers Ooh. in the media, "We found that these clients are showing a marked tendency towards luxury objects that celebrate." reduction and restraint that shout But but that don't shout, excuse me, but rather whisper. At 17 feet long and costing more than $300,000, the Ghost is still enormous and costly by any ordinary standard, but it blends in better on-the-road Rolls-Royce. It's tall and showy Phantom Sedan. So they actually said they had a problem with the Ghost, though, because designers and engineers wanted the new Ghost to be relaxing and quiet, but Rolls-Royce engineers realized they'd initially made the car too quiet. Occupants found the near total silence disorienting, according to the British automaker, because the lack of sound didn't match up with the car's movements. Sound engineers had put 220 pounds of sound insulating material into the car, including windows, glass, and in the tires. They also look at things like windshield wipers and air vents to eliminate even tiny noises that might not even be consciously perceptible. So, Bob, here you have a 300,000 thousand dollar car it's basically like going into the quietest room you've ever been in and if you've been into one of our studios like one of our little edit bay studios like those suckers are filled with foam padding it does kind of get disorienting if you don't have any sound in there so i can see why they had to go back to the drawing board because it is so weird being in a quiet foam padded room but they had to go back to the drawing boards and take some of that foam pad out because it was too damn quiet
2: all right, so Schlegs is like, like whispering stuff underneath you the entire time, which Gosh. I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> Listen, stop it, weirdo. Okay, Beam, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you think it's disconcerting to you that that's the case, you should imagine being someone who's far less emotionally stable, like myself.
1: Oh, that's true. Well, you can't there, speak to that. You can't speak to uh, that. I can
2: speak to that. The yes, sounds of I silence. I can
3: speak to it as well.
2: Exactly. The silence is definite. You sit in there. I mean, there's a good chance that you might start hearing things that don't exist. And you might hear the voices and all these things inside of your head. And so f- for any professional athlete, that's, those guys, they like to take a walk. I mean, like to hear the sounds of nature. Being in a silent room, trapped with your own thoughts, is a scary place. Because those thoughts, I mean, they, they could go from Harry Potter to Texas Chainsaw mm. Massacre in about Quick. 2 seconds. You have no idea what's going on in there. And so I I don't mind a little noise. I enjoy feeling the reverberations of the engine. I enjoy, you know, hearing mm. some different stuff. I you know, crack the window to hear something going on, Schlags. I could not sit there and listen to a si- I, that, that would be so scary. I don't like, I don't even, I'll tell you, I don't even own noise canceling headphones because I don't want that. I like a little noise to come through. <laughs> Helps me focus up. Now, the problem is, is when I walk inside, I told you my living room, and we've got a TV playing, the Alexa on, and four different iPads that all have audio up. And then I literally feel like I'm schizophrenic because all, it's a sensory overload. That's the other end of it. A happy medium would be good, Schlegs, but I can't take
3: full sounds of silence. Yeah, obviously the people that they're marketing this to don't have kids because when you drive with kids in the car, it's like, "Hey, what's the what's the Wi-Fi password to the internet here, exactly. dad? Hey, where's the charger outlet? Hey, x y and z when are we going here what are we doing and what do you do you just turn up the music a little bit you know what i'm saying like that's what you do you cancel their noise out with more noise to a certain level but also what if you're on a road trip and it's so quiet and you got to rip a fart like now everybody can hear everything (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's that's not what you want right you want to have a little bit of noise in there especially when you got the fam so you know and it doesn't have a tr- you know, a bed in the back of it like a truck does. So it's really not made for me. It's but I do like the looks. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, I mean, not, a, it's not the El Camino edition. I know, exactly. Why won't the Rolls-Royce Rolls El Camino, Royce edition. El Camino. Call, I don't know what you'd call that thing. Something, call it the Nacho Libre. You know what I mean? I don't know what they would call it. It's <calling>. German. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought Rolls-Royce was, was British. No, it's German. It's British. British. I didn't know. It it hey, is you border. know what, Beam? You know what, Beam? Fun fact. I uh, I drove a Roy, uh, Rolls Royce. I my job in the summer was for Doctor Masters, and I had I did like his gardening, and I would wash all of his cars, and I would take him and get gas. And he had a Rolls, and it was awesome. I'd back it out of the driveway, and I you know wash it down, and I I'd, I'd get on there, and you know what? It, it took every fiber of my being not to take this on the highway and just gun this thing to see what I could do. I did a little bit when I was on the side streets and nobody was around because it was super <laughs> early and it felt really good. Only where I mean, the that's kids a V twelve in there, correct? Yeah, only through it's the. It's amazing. Neighborhoods. It's only I'll in the you, neighborhoods where you go twenty five. That's where I like to go seventy five.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you this in Dallas, you know, before we used to drive to the airport and pull up on the tarmac and park, and then we'd walk onto our planes. It was one of the few places I think they still did that. You pull on the backside of, it. and it was great. So it was easy on, easy off. And Roy Williams, the safety. Out of Oklahoma, had a Rolls Royce with a driver, and so he'd pull no, up. That's in that baller. Thing. It is. He would pull Short up. Twenty. He, he would blades. sit there while everybody else was getting on the plane, and his driver would just sit there, like right beside where we had to do like the little wanding. And Roy was sitting there one time, and I was like looking in, like, "What is he doing?" He's like on the phone having a conversation. Why don't you just get on the plane out of the conversation? And he looks over at me, smiles, and then pulls the curtain across the window <laughs> and just continues to go. And I'm like, is this even real? Like, what kind of world am I living in right now? dude? sitting on airport tarmac in the Rolls Royce with the driver, waiting for his, all of his teammates to get loaded up because he do not want to waste any more time on the airplane. Unreal. I mean,
1: that is pretty amazing. It had a curtain. It had a curtain. Well, yeah, it's got the curtain in it, and then I think like on in the suicide doors, it has the umbrella too, Schleg. So you're always come prepared. It's got the umbrella that's built inside of the door, which is quite amazing. But it's amazing. Yeah, my goal is to ride in one one day, maybe own one, but I I doubt that's going to happen unless somehow uh, I end up winning the lottery. So yesterday, Christina Johnson, who had her first day as Ohio State president and it was uh, a pretty remarkable day for her because she was doing an interview with NBC4, and here's what she said about the possible football season. She said, we've learned about how we can have what's called a clean field. Players on the field that that are negative, that can play, that we can have playing football. We're working through that process. We're working through the Big Ten. We're working with the commissioner to try and get in those medical protocols where we can keep our students safe, and that's really what it comes down to. We want to make sure that our athletes get a shot. They've worked really hard, and they deserve a shot to play. At the same time, we want to make sure that they're safe. We're doing our work. We'll come back, and I'm very hopeful that football will be played this fall. And as we learned yesterday, Schlegs, we know that Ohio State and Christina Johnson were one of the three schools that voted to not postpone the season, and they wanted to play, joining Iowa and Nebraska. So President of Ohio State, Christina Johnson, thinks that this sucker can still get done.
3: Yeah, and she also said that she doesn't know that timeline, right? She she went all the way to fall being December 20th. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so sometime in the fall, what does that really mean? But I like... Listen, at the end of the day, as much as we poke fun and and actually Commonman made a great quote yesterday, could it just be that these, you know, decision makers are just not that bright, right? And they're they made like Well there's book smart and there's street smart and we exactly we all know the
1: delineation between the two.
3: Yeah, and so they're now starting to consult with other people about having a clean field. Oh, you mean like the NFL and the MLB and the NHL and the MLS? Like, we're starting to ask questions about how we can do that? Yay! You know what I mean? So there is is hope. I think they can get back. The good thing is... She's the president of Ohio State that carries a lot of weight. She's on 35 committees in the Big Ten. She has a whiteboard in her office. I saw that on a Zoom, (laughs) right? So that's a plus. And I, you know, if she's going to push for it, other people are going to start to listen because we got to flex our muscle a little bit. So, you know, Christina Johnson, attack and dominate.
2: No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, say, that's, that's your president. I guarantee you Michigan and Penn State would love to have a president that's coming out here saying those things because as Schlegs has alluded to many times before when we talk about a clean field, it's tough to get COVID in a COVID-free environment.
3: Poof, David Copperfield.
1: Poof, David Copperfield, caffeinate and dominate. Coming up next, we're going to switch divisions. We're going to head back to the AFC and look at the south. Our first team will be the team that is probably trying to tank the most, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll do that next.
0: It's morning juice right here on The Fan. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services
4: Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by Integrity Staffing. We have an accident on State Route 315 northbound of Goodell Street. Your right lane is blocked and police are on scene. On the east side on I-70 westbound after Miller-Kelton Avenue. An accident there blocks the two right lanes so expect some delays and still slow traffic on the east side on I-70 westbound between Miller-Kelton and the 71 east split. Amazon is hiring near you. Health and safety are top priority with all of their roles and sites. Amazon Amazon is taking precautions in their buildings to keep people healthy. That's Amazon.com/slash Columbus Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, the Fan Track.
0: Three men, one show, all the beef. Unicorns, show ponies, Where's the beef? This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, and Anthony Schlegel. Morning Juice,
1: here on the fan. JUICE! Are you juiced? How many Monsters are you on? I feel like I haven't heard one cracked on the show in a long
0: time. Exactly.
3: Yeah, because I haven't been able to go to the store, and I'm just drinking, I don't, don't know, give me that. 12 ounces, so 36 ounces You always talk so about,
1: far? you know, no excuses, all gas and no brakes, and you're telling me I haven't been able to get to the store. That's why I haven't had my Monsters. That's a poor excuse out of you.
3: No, because I I, I I go in there when I get diesel, and I haven't been driving a lot. Like that's the deal. So today, when I have to go get gas, guess what? I'll stock up wait, on some monsters. You buy the I'll be popping them ga- tomorrow. You buy them at a gas station, slugs? Yeah,
2: that's terrible. Because I don't want to go to
3: Costco and wait in line and have an <laughs> enormous cart.
2: And have it, you, know well, what you mean? don't have to have a cart. Why don't you just carry them and work your biceps? Oh yeah, wait, exactly. Oh wait, your right, you're right oh, wait, biceps I hanging on by a shred. Arm beam. Shlake's right arm is barely attached to his body anymore.
3: That's so true. It is, man. My I, I got such bad arthritis. I have, I have no labrum in I've one shoulder. Arthritis. But, yeah, arthritis. <laughs> I got no labrum in one. Both the rotators are shot. I tried to hit a 300-and-something-foot home run one-handed with my right arm and completely whiffed and tore part of my bicep. And But guess what? What do you do? You just keep plugging through. You just keep working through it. And eventually – Everything else will get stronger, and then my bicep will be back. That's kind of my logic. But though my wife's like, you know what? It looks deformed. You should go see a doctor. All right, I'm gonna go. I'll probably go see a doctor. That way, they can at least tell me, hey, here's the scenario. You got two options. Well, you can have surgery, which would be awful, and you're gonna miss deer season, or live with it. And I'll be like, Option live B. It. Okay, <laughs> attack and dominate. Let's go. But at least I heard what my options were. You know what I mean? That I made a choice.
1: Exactly. Everything was presented to you. The information was presented to you. You make the educated decision on whether or not you want to live with that for the rest of your life. A little rainy day here in Columbus. Currently raining a high of 83 today. looks about after 9 a.m. It's going to stop raining, though. So uh, we should be all right once we get past the early morning hours. But you know what? It's time to start up a new AFC South. This is where we're going, to the conferences. So we've been doing this. We have eight days remaining before the NFL opener between the Chiefs and the Texans. Unbelievable that we're getting to this point. We're going to go to the worst team in the NFL, at least for me, because we know that every, basically every single player who they had on this roster from the AFC Championship game against the Patriots is now no longer there. That's right. We're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars heading down to Duval County. I'm telling you what. It's going to be a tough year for them. Right, let's just let's just be honest with that. They just traded away Yannick and Gakwe. They got a few picks. Okay, that's fine. You're going to be loading up in the draft. Cool. That's whatever. You had Doug Marone out there saying, "If if we're going to tank, then I'm not going to be here." I don't know if the team actively tries to tank, and you know the players like you guys, I mean, you're not actively going out there to try to lose a game, but what a management system can do is basically put you in the worst situation for you to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, and that's exactly what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. It's going to be a tough year from them, and I just, I don't see them doing a whole lot. Their over-under for win totals for this year is the lowest, according to Bovada, of any team in the NFL, Schlegs. Their over is 5. The over-under is set at 5. Games for the Jacksonville Hmm. Jaguars. The heavy favorite for this is the under at minus 170 for under five wins. That is pretty bad. So, Schlegs, ceiling, floor, an actual number for the Jacksonville Jaguars.
3: You know, I really like the Jaguars, you know. Just like Kansas City rode Andy Reid's mustache all the way to the Super Bowl, (laughs) I'll be rolling with Gardner Minshew's Fu Manchu all the way to the morning juice. Fantasy league championship. That's right, Gardner Minshew. Pick him first in your fantasy league and win a case of beer. Win your league and you drink for free. That got me. He sold me on the Jaguars, <laughs> and here's why I'm taking the under because they're awful.
1: That's <laughs> 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 <I laughs> really right? all you need to say. I, I
3: mean, that's it. I mean, you release really, Fournette. I, you know, I kind of view it. I mean, he, uh, he's a six round pick, but I kind of view it like Haskins in this sense. If he plays well. Like, are you still going to go get the higher guy? Probably. Because you're trying to get Dabo. You're trying to get Trevor Lawrence. Like, that's what they want. I kind of feel for him because I like Garner Minshew. I like his competitiveness. He doesn't necessarily have the arm strength. All of his are all quick passes. But you know can you protect him can he make some plays the good thing for me because I'm always a buckeye and I like watching the NFL to watch buckeyes I can't wait to watch Davon Hamilton play this year yeah. cuz he's going to have an opportunity and I think he's going to do great things in Jacksonville Bob and so here. Oh, okay, the thing. so ce- so ceiling six, floor three. I'm going under. Go, Yeah, ceiling six. I would
2: say floor two. Mm-hmm. And so Gardner Minshew, he's put in a tough spot. Gardner Minshew, the second, by the way, he wears jorts. He rocks a sweet mustache. He looks kind of like Uncle Rico and plays way better than him. He has an opportunity to play his way into saving his job. And sure. what does that mean? Well, if they're drafting outside of the top five or top six or seven, and Jacksonville can't take that quarterback, well, hey, you know what, buddy? You bought yourself another year. Now, the problem is management has done everything they can to eliminate that from happening. Players play always play to win, coaches coach to win. Management can say, "I'm going to take away all of the good players you have, and so that it'll be impossible <laughs> to get your get the job done." Like Beam, you can be the best radio host in the world, but if I say, "Hey," Basically, what the Jacksonville Jags did is they took away your car so you can't drive to the station. They've unplugged your <laughs> – they've cut your power at your house. And basically, what they're trying to do now is zip your mouth – like, sew your mouth shut. Like, that's that's essentially where you are. Go and do a
1: show. Here you go. It
2: really is. Hey, you know what, buddy? If you're good enough, you'll make it. I can't talk anymore. Okay, well, don't worry about it. But that's – they've got Tyler Eifert as their tight end, who I like Tyler a lot. He's incredibly talented when he's healthy. I mean, he's, he's more beat up than Schlegs is, and he's still somehow playing football. Um, they've got some some good players, but if you look on this this roster and they signed Joe Schobert. I mean, mm-hmm. from the Browns they paid guys, but they haven't really paid them at the impact positions because they're trying to do a full strip down and rebuild. Everybody knows it. it's the worst kept secret. When you look around, all those guys, the Jalen Ramsey's, the Calais Campbell's, all those dudes, and then Yannick Ngakwe. Everybody that was around a couple years ago when they were literally leading yeah. into the halftime of the AFC Championship game. Those dudes are all gone, Bye-bye. including the starting quarterback. So they're not really trying to get it done. Everybody knows it. I would take the under on this. I think they probably ultimately win three games, maybe four. And if somehow the Mustache Maniac gets it done, they could possibly get to six. But it's going to be difficult, given the fact they play the AFC uh, The AFC North this year as one of their uh, conferences. And I believe they play, is it the NFC? NFC North. The NFC or the NFC North and the AFC North. That's okay. who they're playing.
3: That's tough. And that's tough divisions, those man. are
2: two tough divisions. If they can scrap one or two out of six wins That's going to be about all you get.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the ceiling for them is five, so I'm going to just hammer the under all day with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm with you, Carp. I think the floor is probably two for them. They're just not a very good football team, and that's going to be the story for the Jags, is they're going to try everything in their power to to hit the Trevor Lawrence lottery and maybe pair that up uh, with Dabo as well for next offseason. All right, our good friend from Letterman Row, who probably had a hell of a day yesterday, Austin Ward, he's going to join the program next. It's Morning
0: Juice right here on The Fan. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Lowe's. We do have wet roads and a number of accidents. Now, I-670 eastbound at I-270. There is an accident there and police are on scene. On I-70 westbound after Miller-Kelton Avenue, there's an accident blocking the two right lanes and an accident as well on Rich Street at High Street. The Lowe's for Pros loyalty program gives pros personalized offers, purchase tracking, and business management tools. Sign up today at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. One more reason. Why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Terms and conditions apply U.S. only. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, the Fan Track.
0: Three dudes who appreciate a hearty breakfast. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Now back to morning juice on the fan. Morning juice
1: here on the fan. Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single morning right here on The Fan. We're efforting our guy Austin Ward from Letterman Row. I know that he probably had a crazy day yesterday, so he wrote the story, obviously, which was the talk not only of Columbus for Buckeye football fans, but of course everywhere in the Big Ten. So Austin was the first one to to break this story yesterday, and he corroborated it with everything that the President of the United States of America tweeted out, where he writes, Sources with direct knowledge of the situation confirmed to Letterman Rowe that the government officials reached out to Commissioner Kevin Warren on Monday night to set up a call de- designed to see if there was anything President Donald Trump could do to help the league resume the postponed fall season. The primary objective for the Tuesday conference call, according to sources, was to discuss the availability of testing, which is believed to be one of the biggest looming hurdles for the Big Ten when it comes to planning any sort of return to action. And listen, man, Austin is unbelievable at his job and what he does. And Letterman Rowe is good. I know Schlegs, you work closely with them, of course. You do your thing on Monday good with them where you film the stuff. Yeah, they're really, really good people and they're really good at their jobs. And, you know, he, he sourced this story, Bob, and it was pretty wild seeing this in live time, right? Because, I mean, it was, 150 million tests that the White House has, and you're sitting here with the highest government official here in this country, the highest that you can rank, and you're calling up Kevin Warren and saying, listen, if, if you're, if you big concerned for the year, of postponing the season for you is going to be testing, then we have an unbelievable amount of tests that we are willing to give you, and that 's what it seemed like yesterday. so this thing hasn 't stopped. You go from all the things that have happened between the parents, the players suing the big ten you have you know the the parent protests, the rallies that are going on with our guy Randy Wade was leading the charge Randy. in Chicago, and then this past weekend in Columbus. Like, it got all the way to the top, man, and now the federal government is willing to give you some tests. Like, it's pretty crazy.
2: It is, and that's what, you know, the presidents came out when they voted. And the other thing, too, the big part of this was the unmasking that happened. And none of the presidents now wanted to actually be accountable, be on the record. And you heard Christina Johnson, we talked about it earlier in the show, saying, you know, I, I believe there can be a fall season. I voted for there to be a fall season, as did Iowa and as did Nebraska. Well, so there's your three. Um, the other 11 did not. So I guarantee you that everything got turned up in the states of Pennsylvania, the states of Michigan, Wisconsin, where people love their football just as much as some of the Ohio State fans do. And so they're trying to figure out, why did my president not vote? And now if they say it's safety and they say it's testing availability, well, we've got this situation solved. We The president came in, hey, got, you know, around 150 million of these instant saliva tests that have been purchased. We've got the quantity for them. If you guys need them, we will provide you whatever you need to get this thing going. Don't let this be your hindrance. And so that's one of the things that gave the presidents an out because really smart people hate to be wrong and they hate to be embarrassed. And so they can lean on this and say, "Hey, there's a paradigm, there's a paradigm shift." There's new information now that we have that we didn't have at the time. Why didn't we just delay then? Well, that's a story for another day. But because of this now, this gives the presidents and Kevin Warren an out. And I heard Kevin Warren was very positive on this call. Like he was excited to be able to have bring this back and be able to pitch that to them. So it gets him out from underneath the bus. He can crawl his way out through there with gravel all over his chest and ah. rocks in his face. Ah. He's been run and backed over so many different times. And he say, listen, help me help you. Help exactly. me help you. I will give you. We have the test. We can take care of it. And so if that's what we're worried about, that problem is solved. And so, you can, you can say we have new information. That's why you wanted to change your decision. It's not because you were wrong because never would a university president ever be wrong because they're so smart and have so many degrees. So you know those people could never be wrong. And so now we can get it done and you guys can be the heroes. Maybe at the end, maybe not fully heroes, but just maybe not goats as well. We can find some middle ground where people go back to not caring about who you are anymore.
1: Yeah, it's really crazy. So, Austin, I guess we were having some phone problems. Austin Ward from Letterman Row joining us now on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. What's up, Austin? Austin, Yeah, we only got about five more minutes here, Austin. Come on, Austin. This will be rapid fire. One, welcome in. Happy Wednesday to you. Two, you probably had a hell of a day. I'm sure your mentions were crazy yesterday. Three, it's pretty unbelievable that it's even reached this place, Austin. Good morning to you.
5: Uh, yeah, sorry, but I don't know what happened with the with the phone. It was showing you guys spam, but you guys aren't spam. You guys are my my primary phone number, my buddies, uh, my <laughs> pals, my
3: amigos. That's who we are. Morning yeah. juice. Woo!
5: Uh, yeah. All right. So mentions. Uh, yeah. If if there's anybody listening who wanted to ask me a question yesterday, I obviously didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, nothing has happened uh, to my mentions like that ever before. Um, the 24 hours uh, around all that, absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, I, I was reaching out to try and confirm a lot of this stuff and, and was honestly pretty close to reporting it on Monday night before some people involved wanted uh, the information held off until Tuesday morning. So when you're dealing with, uh, you know, basically the president of the United States, you tend to <laughs> defer to that Um <laughs> and and that was really that was really wild for me i mean i'm I've been thinking you know the last six months the amount of things that I've had to uh, learn how to report or or uh, on my plate to deal with I mean it's absolutely nuts um, I, and you know in the end of it, I think this is one of the most positive steps forward towards football that we've had in a long time, so um it was interesting it was stressful. Uh, it was exciting, and I and I hope that you know Bobby and schlegs As you guys were were fired up there, I, I hope that this this is something that they can actually follow through with and get some cover and bring football back.
2: We're talking to Letterman Rose Austin Ward, sports reporter, not political reporter, here on the Brian <laughs> Heating Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. I mean that's it's crazy. I mean we're trying to get this thing done. However, it needs to be. And I've said this before, Austin. Like I, I don't, didn't think it should be a political issue. I wanted to rephrase that because it shouldn't be a partisan issue. Like Whatever side of the aisle you sit on, like people want to see college football, especially in the Midwest. And so it shouldn't matter who's getting it done and who's helping to get this push this through. And after hearing everything that you did, I guess what would you gauge your percentage? Because coming into this, I was on life support. You know, heading into Monday, I felt like there was 25, 30% chance after the Nebraska lawsuit got the vote revealed. Where do you kind of sit now on percentages that you think there could be like a fall season? with a realistic chance for the Big 10 champion to potentially make the playoff.
5: Yeah, that's that's a tougher one for me to get there by because a lot of people still urge some caution that we're dealing with the presidents and and my hang up there and it's not to dodge your question is that these presidents I don't ever deal with them and I don't know how much that will change their mind. I think that this it was described to me that this was the biggest looming hurdle the having the tests and getting, you know, potentially 250,000 of them Uh, You can argue that maybe it it shouldn't have been, uh, at least financially, because the Big Ten could have paid for $5 tests all along, uh, realistically out of the TV money. But, you know, of course, if they're all owned by the the federal government, then maybe the availability wouldn't be the same. Anyway, I think this has changed it to, you know, I'm probably just now closer to that 25, 30 percent that you were talking about in terms of October 10th. Uh, if you'd asked me on Monday, I would have said that would be zero. Um, I think that um, there's a better than 50% chance that that November plan, some date, whether that's Thanksgiving specifically or earlier November, I think that's that's much higher. Uh, When, you know, there's one story yesterday from a a national reporter that said that he thought January was still the most likely outcome. I do not believe that at this point. Uh, You know, if if you were setting the, the betting odds, Right now, I think it would be November, then October, and then january, and i I'm, I'm, I have more optimistic I have a more optimistic viewpoint that in the coming days that maybe as they have the meetings, talk about the testing, uh, the changes in recommendations from the CDC, all the things that you guys have already talked about, that maybe you can say to the presidents, look, if you're going to be okay with November, you know the the benefits to going to October are immense for actual football and all the things that come with it for the community for. You know, competition for the players for, for everything else. I think that there is a path forward to that. I, I'm just I, I'm not trying to be negative about it, and Schlags knows that I hate being that. But I still think that there is there are there is some work that has to be done this week before I could say that that's a, a better than coin flip chance to get to that October 10th. But it's at least on the table now. And Monday, uh, it really wasn't.
1: Yeah, it's so so wild, Austin. And again, buddy, we really appreciate it. We got to scoot. Sorry for the phone issues, but we're, we'll we'll chat with you soon, all right?
5: All right, thanks, boys. Yep, there
1: he goes, Austin See Ward from Letterman There's Road the Big joining 10 us. Great
5: again, let's
1: go. <laughs> joining us on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Great insight and information there from Austin. I know we only had him for a short time. Sorry for waking him up early uh, to to have our phones not work. But hey, man, he's got a, he's got a kid. I mean, I'm sure he's up earlier earlier than that. So our phone systems weren't working there, but it's all good. All right, coming up, we're gonna let you know what has us juiced. Hump Day edition. Next morning juice right here on the fan.
0: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Lowe's. There's an accident on 670 westbound at 5th Avenue. Watch the right lane and traffic is stop and go from exit 9. Also, the ramp from I-670 eastbound to State Route 315 northbound. That's closed because of an accident. And you will find police on the scene of an accident at Rich Street and High Street. The Lowe's for Pros loyalty program gives pros personalized offers, purchase tracking, and business management tools. Sign up today at lowesforpros.com slash pro loyalty. One more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros, terms and conditions apply, U.S. only. I'm Heather Pascoe for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Rising, grinding, and hitting the fairway by 9.30? Hang on, did Bieber write this? Now back to Morning Juice on The Fan. Brandon
1: Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every Let's single go. weekday morning right here on The Fan. And you know what? It's time to get juicy. Hit it, Shark. What's got you juiced? Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. Schlegs, I'm going to start with you today because it, it sounds sir. like you're extra amped, even without the monster and everything. What's got you juiced today on a hump day?
3: I'm always like this, man. So for me, what's got me juiced? Kids getting better at football practice. Had it yesterday yesterday. Uh, brought in some new drills, starting to teach them leverage, right? Inside out, outside in, safety coming down. Uh, that was kind of fun. I had a coach in the Big Ten call me up and say, hey, man, we're back. We're striking the difference every day. I'm like, all right, that's got me juice because I like people using my product. Um, and then we also got... I'm, I'm juiced for Friday. I know it's Wednesday, but I'm juiced for Friday because we have our running wild segment. Yeah. And it's all about someone in our community attacking and dominating, bringing the positive juice in our communities, making a difference. And we need people to email us morningjuice at 971thefan.com or hit up at Brandon Beam, Beam 971, at morningjuice 971. At BCARP3, that's Bobby's Twitter. We should go into how we got our Twitter handles, by the way, or if we should change them or whatever. And mine's at Schlegel Valley. So that being said, that's what's got me juiced. Bob, what has you juiced today?
2: So, I mean, there's a bunch of things that I that was, could go with, like the negativity that I get when my autofill doesn't work. So my wife changes the password on something else, oh, you know, and then when oh, I go to yeah. log in on my stuff. And I'm like, Oh, good. Click the keychain. Nope. Doesn't work. Got locked out because the key's been changed. And so I'm trying to do stuff. Schleg's ordering you a tripod to film things in your shop and maybe in your bedroom as well. But that's not even hey, the Steph, best part of this. Heads up. Yeah, exactly. That's not even the best part. So what got me juices yesterday? I was on Hawk and McAfee and we were talking about oh, that and yeah. Pat's no, got to talk
3: about the general. I was going to do that at eight show. o'clock. Well, okay, there, but go. okay. And this is Keep just, talking the, about it, Bob. this talking is
2: about just the beginning part of it because it really just isn't so much that. It's the fact that I do this show every day, um, with the guy and beam. I love your brother and it's been fantastic to work with you, but I, you know, I've known Schlags now for, you know, seventeen seventeen 17 years, went to his wedding. He was in mine. And it's been awesome working with a guy that you've known, you've been played with, you're friends with for so long. And then I got to go on AJ's show with AJ and Pat, a guy I've known for 20 years. Our kids go to school together now, and I always laugh about that because I used to say it was going to be like Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, (laughs) sitting over there grilling, barbecuing with some thick accents, watching our kids play together, which is Awesome. And so I'm working on getting AJ on here because, you know, being like a fellow Centerville alum, it'd be great to kind of bring the hockey in a little bit, maybe on a weekly basis. And so working on getting that done, but to be able to work and do something that I love with two guys who I've known for so long and have so many shared experiences, like, I'm so juiced about that because I couldn't literally ask for anything more if you told me when I was 18, 19, the life I'm going to have and the friends I would make and the people I'd get to associate with and just working with both of you guys on the same day yesterday, getting to do something like that was absolutely awesome. Beam, what's got you juiced?
1: Yeah, it's awesome, man. That that I'm one. I'm thrilled to be a part of it to get to work with you two guys every day. It's awesome that you were able to go on AJ's show. We'll talk about that a little more coming up at the top of the hour and your experience with that because it really was a phenomenal thing that you did yesterday. It's cool as hell for me too. I mean, grew up a Buckeye fan, seeing you guys play, and then ultimately hosting a radio show. Like, don't, I don't know, make it's us just...
2: feel old, Beam.
1: <laughs> Pinch me. It's not even real. It's uh, it's very, very cool. So what got me juiced is I saw this Our great basketball head coach Chris Holtman right he's on the Instagram and he posted something that really got me amped so justice suing is back to practice it's non contact but anyways he is back to practice he's the leading scorer for his team in the Pac 12 when he came over here, he had to sit out last season because of the transfer and then he's going to get to play this year. The entire Ohio State basketball team has me so juiced for this year. Seeing Justice back in practice, you get CJ back. EJ Liddell is going to be a rock star. You have Dwayne Washington who is the second, has made the second most three-pointers in his first two years as an Ohio State career. The other one is John Diebler at like 144. Dwayne, I think, is 96, so he's I mean not right hot on his tails, but still, this team is going to be absolutely loaded this year. I'm so excited to see the Buckeye Hoops team get in action, and I had kind of forgotten about them for like 10 days or so, and then I saw the Holtman man post that, and I'm like, oh man, this is also something that we have to look forward to. I know that the football season is in jeopardy, and all this is up in the air, but the basketball season is going to be wonderful as well. So that's what has me juiced. This Ohio State Hoops team is going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun. All right. We're going to get you caught up with everything that's going on across the sports world as we hit you with the re-rack. Also, unidentified flying objects spotted in LA. Details on that next morning juice right here on the fun, right here on the fan
0: from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Lowe's. There is an accident on the north outer belt westbound at U.S. 23 north side. Two left lanes are blocked there and traffic is stop and go. I-670 westbound at 5th Avenue. There's an accident blocking your right lanes. Watch for the stop and go delays there. And on the east outer belt northbound at I-670, another accident has been reported. The Lowe's for Pros loyalty program gives pros personalized offers, purchase tracking, and business management tools. Sign up today at lowesforpros.com. One more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Terms and conditions apply. U.S. only. 87.1, the fan. tracks will join.
2: Get
0: up, then get fired up.
2: This is good. Get your hip flexors going, inner thigh,
1: everything.
0: This is Morning Juice with Beamer, Carpenter, and Schlegs.
1: Morning Juice here on the fan. Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel. As I was going to the last break. You heard the mush monster come up and get me. I mean, that was really fantastic. Hour number three here on a hump day Wednesday. Hopefully everybody's day is getting started off the right way. 83 degrees here in Columbus. It looks to be the rain has subsided for now. 20% chance of storms throughout the rest of the day in good old Columbus town. You can follow along the fun on Twitter at MorningJuice971. And right now it's time to hit a re-rack. Do it, sharp keeping you informed about what's trending
4: this morning.
0: It's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice.
4: Sponsored by Billiards Plus, the largest selection of pool tables in central Ohio.
1: So (laughs) I saw this and this is one of the Craziest things you'll ever read. And I don't even know how we've gotten here. I don't even know if this is a real thing. But this, according to Fox 11 in LA, this was written by Tyler Rogueway from The Drive, which is a great little auto, auto, automobile, you know, driver, little magazine, online thing, website. Said, as if 2020 couldn't get any weirder, airline pilots landing at Los Angeles International Airport, a.k.a. LAX, a.k.a. one of the worst places I've ever been in my life. I've had three panic attacks in my life. Two of them came at LAX. On Sunday, August 30th, reported seeing a, quote... A guy in a jetpack flying about 300 yards off their wing while on final approach to the bustling airport. What makes the reports even stranger, like the scene out of the Rocketeer carp, the airliners were descending through 3,000 feet when the jetpack guy showed up next to him. Fox 11 broke the story and has the air traffic control clips, which you can listen to online. The exchanges went like this. American flight 1997. Tower, American 1997, we just passed a guy in a (laughs) (laughs) jetpack. Tower, American 1997, okay, thank you. Were they off to your left or right side? (laughs) American Flight 97, Off to the left side, maybe 300 yards or so, about our altitude. Fox 11 then reports a SkyWest pilot confirmed the sighting. SkyWest flight, we just saw the guy passing us by in the jetpack. The tower then alerted an incoming JetBlue flight, then reported the hazard. Tower, JetBlue 23, use caution. A person in a jetpack reported 300 yards south of L.A. at final at about 3,000 feet. Ten-mile final, JetBlue 23, we heard, we're definitely looking. Another pilot then chimed in, only in L.A. I mean, can you imagine, <laughs> one, being a pilot, and two, seeing a guy in a freaking jetpack on your left-hand side, Carp? Like, this is madness right now in the world. So we, I
2: talked about all oh, we have movie night all the time, and one of the movies that I loved and I, when I was younger was Rocketeer. Didn't realize it was really a terrible movie and not all that well done and rated really bad, but I enjoyed it. And after seeing that, like, I wondered how far away we are from a dude actually having a jet pack, the type of propulsion to fly a human being around. Like,
1: is this real? Did they ever find this guy beam? I don't like, know, man, but you like, have two or three jets in the air saying that they saw him. Like of these are pilots. They're not on drugs. I hope. Maybe. I mean you think well, they you know, might be. I don't know. I,
2: mean, I know they test everybody. I always joke with the pilots, like, hey man, how many drinks do you have in the in the lounge before? They they never really laugh at that. I think it's funny. <sighs> You know, I'm like, I trust you, man. I think we're good. You probably want to die less than everybody else because you'll be first to impact, tip of the spear. So you'll see it all. But, I mean, that's insane. Like, the fact that there's that technology, I mean, they couldn't have been hallucinating it. I don't know who this guy is and what happened to him. Is it a government agent? Is it an alien? I mean, (laughs) where is this stuff? Because I want one. I want a jetpack. That's what I'm looking for because I don't want to sit in traffic anymore, Beam.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's quite the wild situation. And as we were going through our pre-show routine, Schlegs, you said you'd be way more comfortable riding a, riding a jetpack, driving a jetpack, flying a jetpack. Jet, uh, yeah, I don't know. you, you yeah. said you'd be more comfortable flying a jetpack than what we talked about the other day with the flying car.
3: Yeah. Cause I mean, I can just release it off my back and underneath I would have a parachute, oh, yeah. right? And I could just, you know, I just, boom, pull the cord, jetpack flies off, I have a parachute. But listen, if we could have see-through toilets, flying cars, right, we could have a jet man out there. That's what I'm talking about. That's fantastic. He's just probably out there like the, well, he, all he want to do is be like the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's ready to attack and dominate to serve and protect Baby Yoda. And now, L.A., let's go. Oh, <laughs>
2: So protect Baby Yoda. Yeah, we got
1: to protect Baby Yoda at all costs. You're right. We just have a Mandalorian flying around at LAX. I literally can't imagine what the pilots are thinking. Like, all right, is that a bird? Like, no, I'm pretty sure that's a dude who's flying his own damn jetpack three thousand feet uh, above the earth right now. So I'm with you. I, I need to know that technology. Like, is that something that was out there? Is that something that the government's working on? Well, I'm with you, Carp. Was it a special agent? Was it an alien? Was it the Mothman? Like, there's a lot of things. Exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of things that could be happening right now in our world and we don't know. Get you re-caught up with everything that is going on in the sports world. Reds got absolutely blasted. I wanted to drink myself the awful. smithereens last night. Sixteen to two was the final score as the Cardinals just I mean shell them again. Indians blast the Royals ten yes. to one. Zach Plesac making his first start in quite a while since he was assigned to the alternate Location after his breaking of the COVID nineteen protocol, Nuggets come back. They shock the Utah Jazz. Come back from three to one down in the series and win that. They're moving on to the next did round. Did you Celtic, see the end of ahead. that
2: game, Beam? Like, I know, I
1: saw that Mike Conley missed the buzzer beater. He
2: did, but they're up. The Nuggets are up, and they get a they get a they steal the ball. I watched the movie last night, and then I, I watched like the last you know handful of minutes of that game. Like this is great. First of all, I thought it was the third quarter because the score was in the seventies. I didn't realize it was the end of the game, and they get a steal. They have the ball. Denver has the ball up two, with like seven seconds left, eight seconds left. What do they do? They try to push it and get a layup. That's how Mike Conley got the shot. The, the, Jeff Van Gunny's like, "What are you doing? Why are you shooting the ball? Make a value. Like, yes. don't give them another chance. They miss it. If Mike Conley makes that, that goes down as one of the biggest blunders you could possibly
3: have. Yeah. And it was in and out too. Like, I mean, yes. it was like in the rim, and I don't, I don't know how he didn't make it. But yeah, I mean, all you got to do is dribble back. Like, that's where you have me as the chief encouraging officer on the basketball team. Only. Like I know that in basketball, like you're up, times you know. Pace running space down. and anguish, legs. Yeah, just 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 dribble back, man. Make them foul you. Go to the free throw line. Control the game. Yeah, it was all, It was a good game, though, man. I'm excited for him.
1: Yeah, it was a lot 80, of talent. 80 to 78 victory. So Denver moves on as they dispatch of Utah. They were down three one. Yeah, they were unbelievable comeback from them. Celtics dispatch of the Raptors. That series is now two nothing, as that is heading back to Boston. So home court advantage now for the Celtics <laughs> as they sweep they, they they sweep the away games. So how about this from yesterday? Unbelievable. You look at the 2014 Ohio State Buckeyes and what they are doing now in the NFL. We know Zeke Elliott. He has made. His new contract is worth $90 million on a six-year extension. Michael Thomas, he's the highest-paid wide receiver at $96 million. Joey Bosa just got paid a couple of weeks ago, $135 million. Paid. And now add another one to the list, Schleggs, as great offensive lineman Taylor Decker inked a six-year extension worth $85 million with the Detroit Lions. That is pretty damn impressive, not only for Zeke, Michael Thomas, and Joey, but now you add in Taylor Decker to that list. And this list just keeps on growing for Buckeyes doing well for
3: themselves in the NFL. And how did they not win fifteen? You're just like, what? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. the talent that was on that team is unbelievable. So hats off to Coach Meyer coming in and Mark Pantone and all the recruiting. And it's going to continue to go up. Like we have, really, I mean, Justin Fields is going to be a first round draft pick in the NFL next year. Like it's just going to continue to go up. And I can't wait for even these young guys, these DBs. The second contracts, Roby had a contract extension. He's making money. So now you have, it's not just about going to the league, having a career, and then getting the second contract. Like, they understand that when I come to Ohio State, I am being developed in, especially on defense, because that's what I can talk about, in a pro-style defense. They're showing me as a man corner. Here are the things that they want at the next level. I can go out there, and if I perform, I can get paid and compensated that way on my second contract. Awesome to see. All those guys you mentioned, extremely hard workers, good dudes, happy for them, Bob.
2: No, it's big. And that was like you mentioned, Schlegs. You got Michael Thomas. You got Zeke Elliott. And you got Taylor Decker, the Bosa's. I, I mean, these guys are getting paid at the top of their position, big second deals. Great recruiting tool, but guys work hard. Good dudes doing it the right way. I know Taylor Decker up there, he had some injury issues over the you know, the last couple seasons. He's healthy. They like him. He's protecting Matt Stafford. It's a great situation for him. And so you know what? Like super happy for the guy. And it's it's a testament to Ohio State, to the guys they recruit and how they develop.
1: Yeah, it really is. So congratulations to Taylor Decker. Six years, $85 million contract extension Mm. with the Detroit Lions. News of the day is that apparently the president of the United States of America called up Kevin Warren, and he wants to get Big Ten football back on track. So they had 150 million COVID-19 tests, called up Kevin Warren, and said... Whatever you need to do, if the issue is a lack of testing for your conference and for your schools, we are willing to supply you with whatever you need. So that brings us to our daily fan poll, and that's sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. And today's fan poll at 971thefan.com. Will Ohio State play a football game before Thanksgiving? That's the big question where mm. we're at today. We have heard, you know, a bunch of different things like, all right, is it still going to be in January? Is it going to be Thanksgiving? Are we moving up the season to October? And, Carp, there's just so much flying around right now. It's really hard to comprehend everything.
2: Oh, it is. Uh, but you know what? The fact that if the biggest hurdle was testing, And that is going to now be alleviated by the federal government with these instant tests and providing the quantity the Big Ten needs. It gives the presidents their life preserver. They don't have to admit they were wrong. They can say they have new information. And smart people hate to admit they're wrong, even if they don't know everything. Don't ever tell the presidents that. They've got a ton of degrees. They've got PhDs, which... Means that you're the smartest person in the world. And so hopefully they'll be able to go back and say this now. And so the Penn State and Michigan, or all these presidents, I guarantee you their seats are getting hot because they, especially at Penn State, I think the Penn State president, because they're 80s, like, well, I don't think there actually was really a formal vote. Well, where do you think uh, she got that information from? Well, probably from her presence. Like, well, you know, it really wasn't a formal vote. We didn't, you know, but I was all for it. I was all for it. And then all of a sudden it comes out, well, wait a second. You you voted against it. Mm -hmm. And so now everybody has to face the music a little bit, but they can lean on the fact that we have new information, we have new products, and this will solve the situation, man. They've exercised the demons, and they're good, so hopefully they can get that done. I'm not – I don't know if it's flipped over 50%, but I'm getting close to that 50-50 to where I think Ohio State and the Big Ten could potentially have some sort of viable season that plays, that makes whoever the winner is, hopefully Ohio State, uh Eligible for the college football playoff strikes because it looks like it's trending in that direction, notwithstanding some major hiccup.
3: I have exercised the demon. Now you. we got rapid testing. <laughs> Woo! Right? I mean, honestly, that's all you needed. I mean, you couldn't be going back and looking at all this stuff before and press pause. And yeah, we can. But let's get back to the, the war room let's get the whiteboards out let's get the sharpies let's get the interns and make some magnets and let's make this happen it's, it's viable it's viably um, or excuse me financially viable that we can do it even if they say we're going to give them to you but you got to pay for them we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars as opposed to potentially what they came out with at the very beginning when all these conferences started canceling right Bob was like the Mac was saying it's going to cost us 1.4 million dollars per team to be able to do this we can't financially afford that plus we don't make the tv deals to be able to do it now you have a five dollar test and austin alluded to a, a larger number but you can go and afford that because you got the tv money and we can have a clean field so let's sit down let's hash it out i already know the buckeyes started practice on monday they had helmets on like they're down they, they can they're practicing they're expecting to play they will have their guys ready give them the date attack and dominate
1: Coming up, the team that was on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. We're going to head down to Nashville and look at the Tennessee Titans up next. It's morning juice right here on The Fan.
0: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. There is an accident on the north outer belt westbound at US 23 on the north side. The two left lanes are blocked and traffic is stop and go. I-670 westbound at 5th Avenue. An accident there blocks the right lane and you're stop and go as well. Also an accident on the east outer belt northbound at I-670. Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale is going on now. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you you spend $6.99 or more. Or save up to 50% on top-rated brands like Beautyrest, Serta, and Sealy. Shop now. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Track.
0: Live, local, loud, very loud. This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, and Anthony Schlegel. Morning
1: Juice here on The Fan. Hanging out until nine o'clock every single morning right here on the fan, six AM to nine AM, caffeinating and dominating every single weekday. That's we hear beautiful. We hear a morning juice. Are sponsored by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. I like an extra piece of toast. Carp just likes to guzzle down those things just by mm-hmm. the handful. Mm. And schlags, let's see the order. Extra toast, extra fries, Extra, every, extra cane sauce and extra lemonade and extra sweet tea. So you can uh, eat like a champion like our guy Schlegs does if you go to Raising Cane's. That's what you need to get. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to chat with SiriusXM NFL insider Adam Kaplan about fantasy and all the stuff that's going on around the NFL. But right now, we are going to continue previewing the AFC South. Our last segment about this, we did the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their over-under win total was five. We all picked the under on them. Now, the team that was on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. I mean, they blitzkrieg the New England Patriots. They shell shocked the Baltimore Ravens and almost were able to take down the now reigning world champion Kansas City Chiefs. It was quite the postseason run from Mike Vrabel and Kerry Combs in company in the Tennessee Titans. Nine and seven last year. But the way that they were playing in the playoffs, man, Derrick Henry was just, you don't even know how to describe him and what he did in the playoffs last year. They're going to be banking on him big time this year. Ryan Tannehill, serviceable quarterback in the NFL, he showed you exactly that. They're able to win some games. Their over schlags for this season is 8.5, the favored on that. At minus one hundred forty five is the over. The under on that is plus one ten. So the Vegas favorite on them is to take the over at eight and a half. So the twenty twenty Tennessee Titans legs, ceiling for an actual number for them.
3: Nine and seven. Went on a run. You signed Tannehill. You got Derrick Henry. He's a stud. Um, you have some weapons, right? AJ Brown, Corey Davis. You know, you, you drafted an offensive tackle, which you got to protect Ryan Tannehill, and he's really accurate, and I, I, I think that was one of the deals. Bob, Bob's way better at the stats than I am, but just being able to throw the ball downfield and make plays at the end of the game, like they do that at a really, really high level. Um, their defense was pretty good, but you lost Logan Ryan. He's gone. I really like Harold Landry, also striking machine owner. Love that guy. Um, and you got Kevin Bird back there. And most importantly, you got Mike Vrabel. And that team last year, I believe they went 6-1 and one to end the season. Mm-hmm. That team really, I don't know, I don't know really what the word is, but they modeled their head coach and his personality and how hard he coaches them, and they were resilient. And so I'm going to go with the over, and Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans, I think the ceiling is 10, floor is 7. So, but but you're also in the South in the AFC, and I think they can win that again. Um, So I'm going with the Titans, Bob. Yeah, there's really no dominant team in the
2: South. Houston, you have to wonder what they've done. Um, Tennessee, you know, obviously they went nine and seven. They went on that epic run, but they were not in contention. I mean, they were five. They were below 500. You know, at about the midway point of the season, you know, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs during the regular season. And so you look at that, non-divisional games, AFC North, NFC North, that'll be tough. They've got the Jaguars, not sure what Houston's getting. Indy's going to be improved this year, so I think that will be the challenge for them. And can Ryan Tannehill, like you mentioned, he was really good in the red zone last year. One of the best quarterbacks you were going to find. He was great off play action. Did a good job pushing the ball down the field. Missed a couple of shots against the Chiefs that he wished he would have had back. And if they tackle Pat Mahomes on that scramble before the mm-hmm. end of the half, you know, that may have been a different game. Pat Mahomes scrambled for about a 25-yard touchdown, it seems like. They did a good job. They drafted Isaiah Wilson. The right tackle from Georgia, I believe, late in the first round to replace the departure of Jack Conklin. So the deck jumper. Exactly. And so if they can find (laughs) a way to have Wilson perform to what Jack Conklin was, you can keep that running game going with Derrick Henry. Corey Davis, obviously a big year for him to do something as he was drafted in the first round. And he played well early on, struggled a little bit last year, and AJ Brown became their number one guy. And, you know. They bring in uh, Vic Beasley on the defensive side of the ball to get after the passer. So can that defense continue to be rock solid? And I think, Schlegs, the thing you're looking for is this team embodies the personality of their head coach. Mike Vrabel looked like a state trooper throughout most of the regular season. He had a mustache. (laughs) He wore sweet aviators. He's tough. The dude talks the game. His players love him. And I don't even know if it's just a former player mentality. It's just who Mike is. Like He's one of the most genuine people you're going to find. You know always where you stand with him. And because of that, I think his team got the most out of it. But it's going to be tough. The expectations are there now for them to reproduce Beam. So it'll be tough for them to get back to that AFC championship. And that's what people are expecting them to do.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to take the over on them. I think their ceiling is probably 11 games. I think they're really good. You know, this is a ball-control team. If they're able to control the football, they're going to win more times than they lose. So the over-under, I'm going to take the over on that. I think the floor for them is probably seven. So I think between seven and 11 wins, depending on what they get out of Tannehill. But we know Derrick Henry's going to be the star. If you can control the football, they are going to win games because their defense is pretty gnarly. So I'm going to go with the over on them, and I think they're a damn good football team, and it should be them and the Colts really competing uh, for that AFC AFC South crown all right coming up we're going to chat some nfl is some nfl with our good pal from sirius xm and nfl insider adam kaplan next it's morning juice right here on the
0: fan from the atlas butler plumbing services traffic center
4: This report is sponsored by Allstate. We do have an accident on the north outer belt westbound at U.S. 23 north side. The accident blocks uh, the two left lanes and traffic is stop and go. Also on the east outer belt southbound at U.S. 33, there is an accident and a new problem on Roberts Road at Wilson Road. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Pay for the miles you drive and save on the miles you don't. Call a local Allstate agent to get a quote now. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, the fan traffic.
0: Nation, big dudes, bigger opinions. This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, and Anthony Schlegel.
1: Morning Juice here on the fan. Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Anthony Schlegel attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning right here on the fan. You can follow along the fun on Twitter at... At Morning Juice nine seven one is where we live. Weather today in Columbus about what you're seeing outside right now. We know it rained a little bit earlier on. You got a high of eighty three today, and it's going to be mostly cloudy. So twenty five percent chance of storms that roll in at ten o'clock. After that, you should be good for the entire day. So we were going to talk to Adam Kaplan, but I don't know. Apparently, we had some trouble with Austin getting him on. Apparently, you know, we're having trouble, you know, getting get him getting Adam on the phone. Adam. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with. Adam, today. where are you? We're, we're gonna have to have to get something worked out with it's that. all good. But I mean we got our we got our own NFL insiders right here. I mean we got Anthony Schlegel, we got Bobby Carpenter, we've been doing this whole thing. The and, general
3: Let's talk about the general.
1: Let's go. I want to hear
3: all about the general.
1: Let's do the general talk. So yesterday you went on Pat McAfee's show, and AJ was on there, and they brought you in, and you are now deemed the general of the Big Ten Army and trying to lead this fight to get the Big Ten back to playing football. And it was – I tell you what, this thing is on YouTube. YouTube came down and filmed the show for you last night, and (laughs) this thing is – it's really amazing, Carp. what they did with this show. and and you getting on there and it was quite the production you put on yesterday
2: well thank you yeah i had no idea first of all pat went full tank top and i mean i would have wore sleeves i felt so overdressed i mean i would have loved to have (laughs) gone tank top maybe even no shirt at all and whatever it takes you know for for the general to get it done and frankly there was no prior warning on that i had no idea what they were doing all i get a text from aj like probably around 11 or eh, it might have even been during our show, maybe nine. He's like, Hey, you want to come on with Pat and I today, which I could never do before. Cause Rothman and I were in the afternoon. I'm sure. like, sure, dude, that sounds great. And it was sad because we couldn't get him on anymore either. Cause he was always working then. And so now like that opportunity is available. And so I text him at like one, I'm like, Hey dude, what vehicle are we going to use? Like there, every company does their own stuff. Some people do zoom. Some people do FaceTime, There's Skype, uh, i like, w- what are we going to do? Yeah, just, I gave him your number. They'll FaceTime you whenever. I'm like, okay. And so we get on there, and then they, they pull out the Army stuff, everything. I mean, Pat's dancing around. I mean, it's it's a whole production, They're but it was awesome. Man. Now we They're welcome in
1: Bobby you. Carpenter. Yeah! <laughs> exactly. I mean, I <laughs> feel like I was on an, an episode boom.
2: of Maury, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was quite amazing. Schlegs, you were watching it last night. You watched the whole whole clip, didn't you?
3: Now I watched the whole clip. I mean, first off, this is a real deal. Kids watch YouTube. They don't even watch TV. Like, why do we have Direct TV? You don't even watch it. You watch YouTube. Because then you'll walk in and you'll hear some Slap Jake make some comment on a YouTube channel. You're like, what in the Sam Dickens is that? And you go over there, like, listen, you ain't listen you ain't watching this Slap Jake anymore. I don't want you're off that show. Go find something else. You know, that's real. YouTube is a real thing. It's like, it's TV. It is indeed. I know, but like people actually consume it like television, which just boggles my mind. Now, I like it for, hey, if I'm going to go watch an archery video or I'm going to go look a how to video or my oldest son's watching the Guggen Squad, he makes up his own one called the Hog Squad and like we're fishing. I, I like watching those kind of videos because they're short. Like that shows three hours. People are yeah. consuming three hours. Of YouTube television that's crazy talk to me but Bob did a great job he was definitely out there on the front lines my favorite thing is when Pat talks about how you are the representative of every single Big Ten fan and then you're up there and they made that little meme of you in Patton's uniform and your face on it is absolutely priceless and there's AJ rocking a Arnold classic you know, homage hoodie, smoking his 17th cigar within the three hours. That was
2: amazing. When I picked up on him, literally, I didn't know if it was lit at first (laughs) because I couldn't tell. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing the smoke rising oh, above yeah. his face. I'm like, that's a fully lit cigar that you're smoking inside your house. I'm going to have to, because I know you're not in your smoker's little room right there where he's got it vented up. I'm going to have to talk to the, the wonderful Miss Laura about this and find out how we're letting him smoke inside. Because I, I thought it was strictly prohibitive. You can't even wear shoes in there. I mean, sometimes not pants. So how the fact that he's allowed to smoke <laughs> is insane.
1: I just yeah. need to say, like, it was the whole, the whole production of it was unbelievable. But you have been leading the charge, Carp. I mean, you really have. It's been, you know, quite amazing. The fact that, you know, you're on Twitter and you're, you're urging people to call up presidents and, you know, not to get this thing, thing basically killed off until January. And I mean, that's kind of what's happening. Like, it's really wild. I mean, I, I know that we've talked about it today on the show, but, It was the story of the day from yesterday and into this morning. And Bobby and Schleg's like, you guys have been leading the charge in this. Schleg's, you're making up your own schedule in your free time. I know it took you more time to actually like, you know, print out things and cut things and put them onto your board than it did for you to come up with the idea of the schedule. And Bob, you're on Twitter urging people, like I said, to call university presidents and make this happen. And yesterday, the White House, President Trump called Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, and said, listen, whatever you need to do to get football played in the Big Ten, like we here in the federal government are here to help like it was such a wild scenario bobby and for you to be on that show doing that where they call you the general the big (laughs) 10 army like it was everything like i said at the beginning of the show like i left real i left my body yesterday and i was just like hovering above my living room while all of this was happening it was quite the scene
2: no it was was good man and that's when he said that you know, he talked about
3: you, know, you redlining
2: the document, you know, and doing that. Thing. <laughs> that like, was that's it. What that got. was
3: the one, Bob. That was the one. You know? And you did it within the show.
2: Yeah, someone got mad at me. They pointed out the two grammatical errors I made. I'm like, listen, dude, it was 6.15 in the morning. I was doing it while talking. The fact that I've been able to do that, I think the multitasking skills have enhanced dramatically because I can get a lot of my best work done on the radio. I've been searching for tripods for you right now for about the last hour, trying to figure out which one would best fit your needs for both the shop and the house. And so trying to figure that out.
3: He's got it taken care of. Who does? (laughs) I, I was telling Steph.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I've got it for you guys—the the perfect tripod—and I'm going to get you maybe one with even a ring light, so that make sure all the lighting's good and there, there won't be the shadows that you're that you're looking for that can potentially, you know, enhance or possibly, you know, decline the value of the footage there and, and some of the sizing issues. But you know, it's trying to multitask and do all that. And so Pat was pumped about the redlining of the document, all that—just pointing out inconsistencies. And I'm not sitting there advocating, someone's like, you're advocating violence. I'm like, I didn't tell you to go to the president's house and brick their windows. I'm not saying do that. I'm saying maybe a call, maybe an email. Just let them know that you care about what they're doing and the decisions they're making. And so if that makes me the general of the Big Ten Army, then, you know, so be it. You know I'm willing to get in there and willing to continue to dig, and I've talked. The people that I've talked to, they're like that stuff makes a difference. Like the presidents need to know the, and some of even the politicians that are that run those state governments, like they need to know how much people care. And I said, you know, I joked, like it's not a political issue. And he's like, well, you said just email your governor or your senator, or congressman. I'm like, well, yeah, it's not a partisan issue. It shouldn't be regard your political affiliation should have nothing to do with this whether football is being played, whether school's in session, like if you, if the evidence tells you we can't do it because there's data to back it up and there's not testing supplies and all these things, that's fine. That's not really what it's saying. And now that, you know, the federal government's stepping in with the Big Ten saying, hey, you know what, whatever you need, we are here to help. So let them help. Let me help you. And so that's what I think we're trying to get out of this. And so, Big Ten, man, I know the people here are are distraught. They're hurting. They're trying to figure out what to do. Email your university presidents. I continue to put it out there. Let everybody see it. Shoot them a call, whatever it is, and just let them know, hey, I care about football in my state. I would like to watch it. If it can be done safe, which now it looks like we're trying to do everything we can and you have the resource
3: available, so let's push ahead, Schlegs, and try to get this thing done. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like when in Kevin Warren's first letter, they never they said that finances financially was not part of the decision making process, which is absolutely asinine. Because it should be, because if we look at what Nebraska potentially could, could, uh, excuse me, lose in Lincoln, that was 300 million. Let's just say 200 million across the Big Ten. That's $2.8 billion that can impact universities and their communities. That's a lot of people. Michigan just laid off or furloughed 21 yeah. people. It is a real deal when you don't have ball in the Big Ten footprint. And here's the other thing too. I truly believe they were wrong. I think they were hasty. I think they should have pressed pause. That's okay. And for some reason in our society, you either have to be right or you're wrong. Like, I, I don't understand why. Why can't we learn from mistakes? I do know this. It's okay to be wrong, but it's never wrong to do the right, do what's right. And so right now you have more information, you have more people come to the table, you have the resources now for saliva testing. Again, it's just three weeks removed from canceling the season. Now you got it. The dudes are already been working out and practicing. They can still get acclimated. Let's ramp this up. Let's get our teams in a season, and let's go win a college football playoff. Poof, David Copperfield, go Bucks.
1: All right, we're going to wrap things up on a Wednesday coming up next because that got me really, really excited, the, the possibility of even having football in what seemed to be a lost year. We'll do that next. It's Morning Juice right here
0: on The Fan. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Lowe's. There is still an accident on the north outer belt westbound at U.S. 23. Northside, your left lane is blocked and police are on scene. And Roberts Road at Wilson Road, there is an accident reported. The Lowe's for Pros loyalty program gives pros personalized offers, purchase tracking, and business management tools. Sign up today at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. One more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Terms and conditions apply U.S. only. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1. The Fan Traffic.
0: Wake up and smell the smelling salts. This is Morning Juice with Beamer, Carpenter, inch legs
1: Juice here on The Fan, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning. We here at Morning Juice are proudly sponsored by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. That is absolutely delicious. Yeah, me too, buddy. They are fantastic. In so, my mouth. <laughs> we we were talking about Caniac. last segment. Kaniac for you Extra toast Extra fries Extra sauce Extra Arnold Palmer Right Extra sweet Sweet just and don't sweet talk Because you're be so sweet exactly. I'm so sweet That's his order You can order the Anthony Schlegel special At any of your Central Ohio Canes Don't actually ask them to do that Because they don't know what it is But that's the order <laughs> They don't know you. who
3: I am I'm just a, I'm just a dude
1: <laughs> don't, don't do that But that's the yeah, order I'll take the you take the Schlegel
3: uh,
1: uh, what? what is that? That's <laughs> extra everything Exactly, it's an extra piece of everything that you give me with this caniac. So, listen, I I don't know for a fact, and I don't think anybody does, if if the Big Ten is going to be playing football this year. You know, the the reports are coming out that all right, you know, we're looking at a Thanksgiving start date, and it's just that didn't make any sense to me. All right, yeah, it made no sense to me. You know, if you 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 had planned to postpone it and you're you're planning to put it in January, then okay, you can live with that. We're going to need some facts out of that and why you came to the conclusion that you postponed it to January. It doesn't really make sense to me if you're going to play it. You know, if you're going to bump that up from a January start to a November start, then why can't you move it up even more? And so, with all the crazy things that were happening yesterday, and you know, you're apparently going to have the federal government coming to the aid of the Big Ten to try and get them to play a football season. I will say this two weeks ago when we started this show we're on show number 12 it seemed to be deader than a doornail right I mean that you weren't going to to be able to play a season and I know that the players didn't give up Justin Fields had the petition which was unbelievable to take that kind of gumption you saw Ryan Day's Hail Mary attempt to even try to get somewhat of a season the coaches and players are ready to go and if you have these university bobs or universities bob, that jump on board with everything, and you have the available testing for you. And you're coming through everything. The numbers are going down. The positivity rate is coming down and everything. And if you feel, if these universities and institutions feel like they are able to pull this off and they are able to do it in a safe environment, and we know from talking to Mickey Maratti and Urban Meyer and everybody within that building, understands that those football players feel like that's probably the safest place that they can be at the moment with everything that is going on and living there. Again, I don't know if you're going to have football this fall, but I will tell you one thing. It's pretty amazing that there has been this much pushback, there's been this much fight on it, and the fact that you're even having the possibility of a season starting in October right now, even on the table, is pretty remarkable. Isn't it, Bobby?
2: No, it's it's amazing the fact that it came back that way because I was looking back. Um, Bet online had odds. I think as this was as of August thirteenth. So okay. you know it's been a couple weeks here since this, and this was before the cancellation. Will the Big Ten play any football games? Dur- well, this was during the spring of twenty twenty one, and that's still the odds. It was no was minus six fifty, and yes was plus three fifty. So it was almost two to one of whether they wouldn't even play in the spring. And that was when they were talking about the delay at that point. So um, it, it's it's crazy. People understand this, of what's going on. Can you get the testing? Can you get everything you need? If you look at it and you try to figure out, hey, what are the hurdles? How can we get past them? That's what problem solvers do. That's what leaders are supposed to do. That's what the presidents of the universities should have been doing. That's what Kevin Warren should have been doing. How can we mitigate these issues? A lot of the issues have been mitigated now, and so... I'm not going to say it's above 50%, but I feel a lot better about it. And it's back in the president's court, you know, of whether or not they're going to want to go play and how that's going to look. And the question is, why start after Thanksgiving? Like, Give me the reasons of why that's going to be the case. You know, everybody delayed. They knew there'd be a little bit of bump as people returned to campus. All right, you get that under control. You see how it looks a couple weeks after. And if everything's good, why not? You know, a, an early to mid October start. Heck, even an early November start. It gives you, you know, seven eight weeks worth of games, and then you're still good.
3: Yeah, I'll say this: see a problem, create a solution, plant the flag, execute, all gas, yeah. no brakes. Go Big Ten, attack and dominate, Buckeyes. yeah,
1: it's it's really, really wild to see where this has come in just a few weeks time and the fight is not over and it was pretty remarkable, yeah, it it was a pretty remarkable day yesterday to be, you know, kind of hovering and and watching everything, but I tell you what, if this thing gets pushed through, man, like it's, uh, I'm gonna celebrate it because there's gonna be football that's played in Ohio and this is what everybody's pushing for, I know that we here on this show have been trying to do the best that we can and Schlegs, you've been doing things and Bob, that You've been doing things, and we've had insightful conversations just about every single morning that we've been on the air, and you guys continue to do that, and listeners, of course, you know you are chiming in on Twitter or what, whatever vehicle you are, so uh, it seems to be at the moment that it is working, and Christina Johnson yesterday, I just thought it was so funny, yesterday was her first technical day in office as as president of Ohio State Schlegs, and she did an interview with NBC 4, and she said, listen, you know, if every if we can have a, a COVID-free environment, if we can have a safe field for the players to play, then she feels like it is going to be a reasonable expectation where you can have football in the fall in Ohio, but you talk about a hell of a way to start off your first day as a president. I mean, you've already been dragged through the mud. It's been unbelievable. We know she's been in charge, but that being her first day yesterday, like welcome, welcome to the snake pit, because it's been it, it's been stunning. Uh, to see what she's done just in the time that she's oh, been in charge,
2: absolutely, Beam. And You know what? She was Dwayne Haskins coming in the Michigan game. It's third and seven, buddy. You got to get, you got to pick up a first down now, big dog. I don't care if you've never had any reps. You've been watching from the sideline. Get on out there and go complete the pass, and let's
3: move these chains. Yeah, don't give me a lighter load. Give me a stronger back. Guess what? You're in the thick of it right now, and you got to be pushing the Buckeye agenda. She looks super nice in her all white right there. And uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm very hopeful. And if it's me, October 10th, Buckeyes.
1: Let's do it. All right, boys. I had so much fun today. We're going to do things again yeah, had, tomorrow live at 6 a.m. Just a reminder before we go off the air. So Running Wild is on Friday. It's all about yes. someone in our community who is attacking and dominating, bringing, in, bringing the positive juice in our community and making a difference. We need you to email us at morningjuice971thefan.com morning juice about a person who is doing that in your community. You can tweet at me, at BrandonBeam971, at the show account, morningjuice nine Seven one at B Carp three for Bob at Schlegel Valley for Anthony All within that Belly exactly yep. so anybody and it who's could be doing a group too good, it could
3: be a group of people too I mean it doesn't just somebody just making a difference let's go bring the juice positive man
1: exactly so do that we will do that on Friday but until then Uncle Bo and James are up next with Bishop Laurenitis we are going to be back live tomorrow morning at six a.m. Attack and dominate it's morning juice right here on the Fan
0: from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
4: This report is sponsored by Lowe's. There is still an accident in the north outer belt westbound at U.S. 23 north side. The left lane is blocked. Police are on unseen, though, so hopefully they'll have that cleared out soon. The Lowe's for Pros loyalty program gives pros personalized offers, purchase tracking, and business management tools. Sign up today at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. One more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Terms and conditions apply U.S. only. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
4: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan Sports Center. Good morning, I'm Mark Dishark. Four running backs in the NFL have at least 1,400 yards from scrimmage in each of the past two seasons. They are Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Cincinnati's Joe Mixon. Yesterday, Mixon was rewarded for his accomplishments by getting a four-year, $48 million contract extension from the Bengals. In baseball, Cincinnati's Sonny Gray entered last night's start against St. Louis with a 1.94 ERA. He faced 10 Cardinal batters, 5 got hits, 3 were walked, only 2 retired. Gray left after two-thirds of an inning, trailing 6 to nothing, and the Reds went on to lose 16-2. Gray's ERA is now 3.19. Francisco Lindor, Franmil Reyes, Roberto Perez, and Jose Ramirez all homered as the Indians clobbered the Royals, ten to one. This Sports Center brought to you by the Basement Doctor, Central Ohio's most trusted name for your home since 1987. Visit BasementDoctor.com. Breaking sports news when it happens on the Fan, Ohio's sports destination.